With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. I mean, what's that football focus doing? Last week they had Brady. This week they got Brady. We're doing it. We're literally doing it differently from everybody else. As a matter of fact, moving forward from this point on, I will not make reference to PMF. not understand that they are that way because you're Joe Flacco. And you just like to discredit things that people deserve credit for. That you can't possibly be expected to defend that. Talk about the game, Sam. So Who cares about what people think about us. Yeah, I like football, I like football season and all the things that go with it. Welcome in to the PFF NFL podcast. Happy draft day, everybody. It's time, Sam. Welcome. Hi, Steve Palazzolo, Sam Monson here. If you're listening to this, we only have a small window for this podcast to, uh, to be relevant. Mm. So appreciate everybody that's listening and everybody that's joining us. Well, if you're listening YouTube. live, you know, perfect. If you're listening tomorrow, you get to see how wrong everybody was. Yeah. But we're going we're gonna to do this together. We're going to be right or wrong together. We're going to have a live mock draft right now on YouTube uh, here on draft day. So let's, uh, let's get into it. We have to set some ground rules here because it's a little difficult. You know, there's a little lag when, you, when you're on live. So I think it's going to be tough to do an actual YouTube poll. But we're going to use the PFF mock draft simulator. Look at that. They're coming to us from Australia. What time is it over there? Nighttime, right? Evening, apparently. Evening. Yeah. Yeah, good evening. Right. So it's probably like 7 p.m. over in Australia. No, I don't know. Whatever it is. Maybe later. So we're going to listen to the people. Uh, maybe not completely. We have to see how much interaction we get. we got to make sure that the lag isn't there. We haven't tested this out, but we're all going to do it together. Let's work through this together. Can we do that? What are we doing? We're doing a live mock draft. Live it's mock our draft. final mock draft. Viewer's choice. View- okay. Okay. That's what- you you're in charge of this whole thing. This this. No, but you got to get into it. You got to play. You got to play. I'm in. I'm here. I'm sitting okay. in the chair. I'm ready. I'm I'm willing to be led. I think you and I get a vote though too. We get maybe, a vote. We've maybe, already we've given our opinion. We need this is fan led. People want to still hear our opinion. We are now, merely the only thing is the um Singapore the, now the betting lines as of last night swung again. Now have Aiden Hutchinson as the third most likely pick. For the Jacksonville Jaguars, behind Trayvon Walker, edge defender, Georgia, and behind Iki Iquanu, offensive tackle from NC State. Mm-hmm. So Hutch has dropped. So I do want to make this as predi- we want this to be predictive, and also you know if, if you're a fan, look if you're a fan of a certain team, you got to step up. 
you know, go go all caps if you're a fan of the team, and maybe your 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 vote will count more. So all caps if it's your team picking. That okay. sound good? Sure. All right, great. Let me pull up my podcast reads because I'm unprepared, oh, and we'll yeah. tell you about Western and Southern and how awesome they are, and then we'll get into uh, the actual show. We because uh, the PFF NFL podcast is sponsored by Western and Southern Financial Group. While you focus on your roster moves, Western and Southern helps advance your money moves. You buying your first home? Planning to start a family? Wondering how to make your money grow? Well, Western and Southern's playbook of life insurance investment and retirement solutions helps you rest assured on game day. Team up to understand needs and address goals with a game plan built just for you. Get started at westernsouthern.com slash PFF. Look at that. Sponsor of the studio where the live draft show is going to be happening right here tonight, tomorrow night, and Saturday. Yes. Sunday recap show as well. Yeah. A lot of podcasting, a lot of live shows, a lot of draft coverage. Yeah. Well, last year it was something like 24 hours of coverage. Not in a row, right. but over the four days. And um, we'll probably do just as much, if not more. Mm-hmm. What did you have to say? Well, I was going to say, uh, charity update, the, the last remaining component of the outfit is yet to arrive. So I haven't, haven't been able to do the TikTok yet. Uh, we will. That'll happen. You have an update, though, or a piece of relevant information to the next challenge, the baseball pitch. Your buddy, Mike. Yeah. Former famed high school pitcher. So he was actually a catcher. He was oh, a catcher. catcher. Um, he wasn't even a pitcher. That's even more my favorite. Yeah, but catchers could throw hard. Mike, Mike threw about as hard as I did probably in high school. Really? I just had the size. and I, I was a late bloomer, you see. Late bloomer. <laughs> okay. So a, guy, a catcher who had a decent arm in high school. Yeah. Rolled Shout out, out of to bed Mike. yesterday yeah. after like 20 years of not throwing things. <clears throat> and threw what? Yeah, Mike went on. He did not play in college. He went on to be a, uh, a softball star. Okay. For, like, for like you know three or four years, uh-huh. so he hasn't thrown in probably fifteen years, right? Consistently, hit and, what? Um, on a radar gun. And and Mike, he had, again, he had a good arm twenty years ago, uh-huh. and he put everything into it. Uh-huh. I don't think he blew out his you arm. The bottom but, line, what's the number? Um, it was very precise. It was sixty nine point seven, I believe it was sixty nine. He did not track seventy. Okay, if a dude was able to roll out of bed after fifteen years of not pitching and hit sixty nine point seven. There is no earthly way that I'm not hitting 60. I don't think you understand the baseline of arm that he was coming from. I mean, 20 I mean, years used to, ago. We used to pick dudes off at first base all the time. We just give a little signal, boom, pick them off because he had a cannon. He had a cannon also, I mean, for right. Division Three Massachusetts High School. Yeah, in like the late 90s. Yeah. but Do you, that's you a know good, the number of things that were baseline. good in the late 90s that are not now? Third Eye Blind. <laughs> Third Eye Blind was good back then. I mean, you know, there were cars that were really fast in the late 90s that are, like, as slow as an average family, you know, sedan now. Matchbox 20. Like, I'm not, that, that, that's, not, that's not the baseline. All right. Baseball talks up through the roof. So Mike threw almost 70. Uh, he, so again, I get 10 miles an hour on that. He's in serious pain now, though, too. Right. Well, I mean, yes. I, I would imagine whatever the number is I'm okay. achieving, it will be followed by pain. We need... Um, we have 32 picks to get through. Well, let's go then. I wanted, to let, I wanted to let the people... I'm just saying, that's a good data point in my favor of All hitting right. 60. All right, we wanted to get the people to get in here. So we got, we got some more people. It always takes a little time here. So, uh, so let's get to it. We're gonna, I'm going to pull up our mock draft simulator. Uh-huh. We get the Jaguar. I'm going to start the draft. We get every team selected. It's over at pff.com, which can be completely unlocked, by the way. 50% off. Draft 50 just got to keep reminding you, draft 50, 50% off, PFF Elite. All right. And you know, by the way, you know, we keep saying 365 days of access. If you just sign up now, you get two years' worth for the price of one. That's a great deal. But it's even better because the draft next year is not 365 days away. It's 364 days away. 
Oh, wow. But do you know what, what really makes it better? What's that? You can get a second year of access. PFF is giving a second year of access to these elite users if a running back goes in the first round. Yep. That's the other special treat here. So mm-hmm. there's literally never been a better time to sign up. And you don't need to do anything for that. You just get it if you yeah, signed yeah. up. You're just, you just sign up and then root for a running back to go in the first round here right. tonight. So, All right, we ready? Yeah. Jimmy Johnson value is incorporated <clears throat> into the simulator. It's baked in there somewhere. I do know that. It's in, the, it's in the algorithm. Okay. First up on the clock, it's the Jacksonville Jaguar. So, again, in the YouTube chat, shout it out. Mm-hmm. Who is going to go first? Let's make this more predictive. Let's make it a little bit more predictive. Mm-hmm. Um, but at some point, I think the first few picks are not going to be easy to predict. So maybe whoever you want, whatever your team is, shout it out. So if you're a Jaguars fan, you're going to shout out the pick in all caps. And we'll kind of like count those double unscientifically. <laughs> but um, it does look like, Sam, yeah. Trayvon Walker is going to be the pick here. Yeah, yeah, it does. It does look like Trayvon Walker. So you already get the Walker. Look, you got some, see the all caps people? You see them coming in? You keeping you watching the chat? Yeah. We have an Iguanu pick. We got a lot of Walker. A lot right? Of Walker. And again, it's going to be, we got a Thibodeau. So it's unscientific, but it looks like the consensus. You got a Tom Brady pick. Tom Brady could be, could be traded. Jaguars for Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Don't screw this up, guys. Don't screw this up. It looks like Walker yes. is the guy. Uh, now I want you to type in who you want to go number no, one. Is it don't Trayvon? Complicate I'm just kidding. Things. I'm kidding. All right. It's, so Trayvon Walker is going to go number one. I'm going to scroll down. He is, where is he, 12th on the PFF draft board. We've discussed him left and right, but Trayvon Walker, it looks like he's going to be the pick for the Jaguars. Now the pivot point of the draft. It's never a good thing when you've got to scroll all the way down to 12 for the number one overall pick. Hey, what are you going to do? You never know. You never know what he could become. Let's go to number two. So now the Detroit Lions are on the, on the clock, and this feels like the one where they go with the hometown guy, right? Michigan. Going to go with the Michigan guy, Aiden Hutchinson. But let's see. All right, so type in your answer right now. Aiden Hutchinson is, on the, is, is potentially there. Back in the day, we were looking at Kyle Hamilton. Malik mm. Willis has been discussed here. So who is the pick at number two? Uh, see, the poll feature is a little tough. We could try, maybe. The poll feature is a little tough because it's delayed and we could wait for the results. We could try. Yeah. But I kind of like the spit it into the chat deal. The only problem with that is when the picks run together and the same names are coming up, it's difficult to tell who was being no, called look, out for the last look one. At it, look at it cooking. And who's being called out for now this one. Now it's cooking. This thing's going to go huge. Yeah. This is how you go viral here, Sam. The chat is cooking. What? You're looking at the wrong camera if you're going to make that face. I mean, I was looking at the right one, then he changed camera is, is what happened there. Easiest pick of the draft, Julian Kuhn says. So let's go Aiden Hutchinson, number two to the Detroit Lions because everybody's going with Hutch there. Star of the Hutch podcast over here at PFF.com. Lions got to be happy if that's the way this whole thing pans out, right? I would think so. Yeah, I think the Lions would be very happy with that. Like, I think there are real, there were real concerns that Aiden Hutchinson's tiny little arms are going to prevent him winning around the edge, which he didn't do a ton in college anyway. His By far, his biggest means of success was that inside counter move, which is easier to achieve in college against college tackles than it is in the NFL, particularly if they don't respect your ability to win on the outside with speed. So having short arms is a it is a thing you're going to need to work around or figure out a way of offsetting if you're a Hutchinson. So, you know, it's, it's not like there's no reason whatsoever to be concerned about Aiden Hutchinson as a prospect. Uh, on the other hand, if you're Detroit, 
and you thought this guy was going to go number one, he is the best prospect in this draft, or the best, certainly the best edge rusher in this draft. I want, to be, I want to clarify that, too. I mean, if you had told me back in November, when Hutchinson was having a good season, that he would be the number one overall lock, that he would be the number one overall pick, I'd say, I don't know if he's, is he top 10? You know, because he, he, again, I always compare to Bosa. Guy, those guys were always going to be top three. Hutchinson got better and better. So that, that also makes you think he's, his starting point was a little bit lower, right? He was a good player that became very good his last year at Michigan. All right, so we've got Trayvon Walker, number one, Aiden Hutchinson, number two. The Houston Texans are up on the clock. So I already see some, some Derek Stingley suggestions here. A lot of Willis suggestions. A lot of Malik Willis suggestions here. Where will the Texans go at number three? You did a good job myth-busting yesterday. The Houston Texans under Lovey Smith. They're not just a cover two team. They actually played the 11th most cover one. That's pure man-to-man coverage. And Stingley's probably the best man corner in this draft. Maybe the best all-around corner. Again, I think him and Sauce Gardner are close. But uh, this could be all over the place. Can we suggest trades are going to be tough? Uh, I think trades are going to be really difficult to do here. Also, quite a lot of Jermaine Johnson suggestions at number three overall. Really? So now it's starting to cook. I think, you know, the the delay just kind of caught up a little bit. And now it's somebody count these. Mm. It's all over the place. You got Sauce. You got Evan Neal. You got Ekwanu. There was a Thibodeau. What do you think, man? <laughs> Dave, Dave hears it's Stingley. Yeah? My feeling is it's Stingley. Okay. Yeah, Stingley now has the best odds. I think that might need to be the tiebreaker. Is just what you're hearing? You're feeling? No, going by the odds, not my well, Oh, I see. Not by what I'm feeling. Because this one, can we get an intern to count all these, please? A lot of people are looking at uh, Derek Stingley here, Evan Neal, Sauce. We got one Sam Howell, the punter, Ariaza. Mm, that's he an unlikely go. one. Use a poll. It does feel like a poll is, you know, can we fire up a poll here? Doing this. Is it, is this, let's, uh, let's do this one on the fly and then do a poll for the next one because this is chaos i like the chaos yeah well you might like it's the good chaos. for the youtube algorithm it might be i'm the not comments. sure it's great for you know listening and an experience <laughs> you're right steve this is way easier than the poll feature mm-hmm. all right we'll try mm-hmm. to do a poll next time tyler is that even possible what do you think <laughs> can we keep up with a poll here and there if i give you some options uh, we'll give them options all right <laughs> all right let's what are we going stingley here yeah Let's this go is Derek what happens Stingley. when I leave you to do things. Yeah, yeah, that's what happens. This is awesome. This is a great time. You, you deal with this however you want. Derek Stingley to the Houston Texans. Great pick by the fans. All right, the Jets are up on the clock. What are the, good, what are the options here for the Jets? Let's go uh, Sauce Gardner. Okay. Um, Jermaine Johnson should be one. Jermaine Johnson. Icky Iquanu. Are they going to go offensive line? Should that even be it, one they just they seem to love Iquanu, and they do maybe need a right tackle. And there's rumors they've soured on Makai Becton. Wow, because of the injuries and stuff. And uh, Thibodeau should be the other guy. Okay, those fair? No receivers? Sure. At four? No receivers at four? Okay, I would say. Let's do those four options. New York Jets are on the clock. This is going to take three hours. Is the problem? Well, I think it's still likely to be a superior option than just trying to gauge the volume of names thrown at you in the chat. But, you know, that's just me. I think it's fun. We're just – it's draft day, man. We're just, we're just going crazy. We're just going crazy. There's the poll. You going to vote? Yeah, because I need to see the results. That's <laughs> the only way of doing that. need to see that. the results, yeah. <clears throat> there are the results. All right, we got the poll up. We got 40 votes in. We'll continue to 
let that stay up for a few more, you know, for another minute or whatever and go from there. I will give you, I mean, to your credit, which is not something I say very often, but it's, it's cooking. There's a lot of engagement going on. There's a on lot here. of engagement. We're just trying to engage the fans. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't want to just speak at people. This is our family, man. This is us. Mm-hmm. This is, uh, we're having fun here. And, um, you know, people will pick it up. Jermaine Johnson's only at 8%. So this is interesting, too. We can analyze the poll. Jermaine Johnson, a guy that the Jets reportedly love, absolutely love. And maybe he'd be a better pick at 10. I think he'd be a better pick at 10, obviously. Uh, but only 8% of the vote. It looks like Kayvon Thibodeau might be about time to close the poll. He's got 39%. Sauce Gardner at 32%. Oh, it's closing. So if you're going to get your last votes in, it is more efficient than spamming the chat. You think? Yeah. Looks yeah. like Kayvon Thibodeau is going to be the pick. Oh, no. Sauce is closing oh, yeah, in. Closing. Do we end it? Yeah. It's, there it's done. There it is. Kayvon Thibodeau is the pick. So you start. I'll type it in, and you start getting the next selections for the Giants ready to tell Tyler. Okay. Sorry, Tyler. I didn't think we were going to have to do this, but we're doing it. <laughs> Kayvon Thibodeau. <laughs> Giants are up next on the clock. Charles Cross has to be one of the guys. Sauce Gardner again. I mean, Icky. Honestly, are all three tackles and then another player in Sauce? They, they're they're rumored to be okay. So Charles Cross, Sauce Gardner, Icky, and Evan Neal. And Evan Neal. Those are your four options for the Giants. And we'll put that up for the for the Giants here. Jets are going in the trenches. They tell us. Salah doesn't value corner. That is fair. I mean, Salah's coming from is the it? Seattle tree. No, I mean, it's coming from the Seattle tree. And it's true. They haven't valued corner. They've just, you know, developed Richard Sherman and developed guys late, right? Developed Richard Sherman. Yeah. That's, that's your case. I think that's how maybe they view that position. The is we're going to get these we're going to get these traits guys later. The 49ers so. developed one of the greatest corners of his generation. Yeah, but they got him in the fifth round. You know what I'm saying? They, they, that's how oh, they think. Seattle developed Richard Sherman. Seattle. Okay. I'm saying so. He's coming from the Seattle tree, where they got the Brandon Browners of the world, the Richard Shermans of the world, the Byron Maxwells of the world, right? And they just, you know, found guys that fit them and, and played good defense. Yeah. Who's this? The Giants. I would go Evan Neal here. Looks like Icky's winning though. Icky's winning here. Mm-hmm. I would go Evan Neal. I'm out on Charles Cross, as is the chat, apparently. Only 17% for Charles Cross from Mississippi State because they know about the model. The model's kicking Charles Cross out. Cut off here. This guy wants sauce at five and cross at seven. Is it fun to be a Giants fan right now? Is it fun to be a Giants fan with two top seven picks here? It's probably more fun than it is to be Tyler right now. Rest in peace, Joe Rogan. I mean, there's breaking news in our chat. Huh. Okay. Let's people do that. That's what people do but in sure. chats. It's not real. It's not real. I like the, the suggestion that somebody had before of cutting this thing off. Ending the poll at 200 votes makes sense. 200 votes? That's general, fine. All right, it's over. Approach. Icky is the pick here for the New York Giants. This might be a tough listen. we got to figure out how to uh, talk <laughs> this might so be for people that listen. listen. might be a tough listen, but you're not going to get that many listeners. It's more of the live interaction here. What? Because <laughs> nobody's going to listen to this on Friday, right? This might be a tough listen, but don't worry. Nobody's listening anyway. Right, not as many people, not going to get as many listens. Icky Iquan is the pick at number five for the New York Giants. We're all having fun here. We're mock drafting live. Why don't you get the picks for the Panthers? It's oh, going to be fun. Here we go. Charles Cross. Yes. Kenny Pickett. Yes. Do we put Malik Willis in there? Malik. Mm. You got to put Malik Willis right, in there. So the two tackles and the two quarterbacks. 
Charles Evan Cross, Neal, Charles Evan Cross. Neal. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Kenny Pickett and Malik Willis. Cross, Neal, Pickett, and Willis. And uh, while we're figuring that out, I'll tell you about our friends over at Manscaped, the only true guaranteed quality pickup this season. It is Manscaped to the leaders in below-the-waist grooming. With Manscaped's Performance Package 4.0, your skill position will be sleek and smooth enough for a sub-4340. Support us and head to, the man- to manscaped.com. Use the exclusive code PFF at checkout for 20% off plus free shipping. <laughs> so can we get an intern for Tyler in there? I'm sorry. We just really screwed up because the people voted for a, uh, for a poll. Because of their ceramic blade, this is Manscaped, and their skin-safe technology, your nicks and snags will be reduced. In the season of trimming the roster, Manscaped will make sure you're cutting the right players and not any important pieces to your D. Like Bobby Wagner got cut this year. Manscaped would never let that happen. It's an important I'm not piece sure you want to be mixing the metaphors that tightly when you're talking, you know, oh, okay. pubic trimming and then Sorry. player cutting. Yeah, we'll just cut I mean, that look, part it's, out. It's, good, it's a good metaphor for the, for the read, you know? I'm just, I wouldn't... I wouldn't directly tie it to players. Wilmette, don't cut any players to your D. Right. And no important pieces. Look, fellas, don't fall off her draft board. The ladies out there think long nose hair is a major turnoff. The Weed Whacker nose and ear hair trimmer is your solution. Why not use the best tools for the job here? April's draft season, but it's also Testicular Cancer Awareness Month, and Manscaped has partnered with the Testicular Cancer Society to bring awareness to testicular cancer, men's health, and early cancer detection. So you can get 20% off and free shipping with the code PFF at manscapes.com. It's 20% off with free shipping. Manscapes.com. Use the code PFF. Turn your Mr. Irrelevant to a first-round pick with Manscaped. The, uh, the chat is desperately hoping that the Panthers trade down. The only problem with that is you're going to need somebody to trade up. And I... All right, let's make a poll. Who's trading up? Well, I don't see who's going to do do that. Like, you look at this spot, and Carolina's stuck here in this unenviable unenviable position of not wanting to take any of these quarterbacks at six, uh, potentially wanting to take one of the tackles, but doing so would mean they don't have another pick for multiple rounds. Um, So they they love to trade down. The problem is, who is on the board that somebody wants to trade up for, knowing that Carolina is stuck in this awful position of maybe having to take a quarterback? I just don't see the taker. All right. Let's cut off the poll here. It's Evan Neal. Evan Neal, Alabama tackle, is the pick for the Panthers at number six, which means the chat also needs to tell us who's the Panthers quarterback. This is your rule. If you don't take a quarterback, you have to tell us how are you getting a quarterback if you're the Carolina Panthers. Okay. You're trading for Baker Mayfield. You're trading for Jimmy Garoppolo. What are you doing? So, Panthers are going Evan Neal. That puts the Giants back up on the clock. Of course, the Giants already took Icky, so let's go no more. So no Charles Cross here. No. Sauce Gardner's going to be a part of this one. Yep. Who else do we have here for the Giants? They've been rumored to maybe be in the Jamison Williams sweepstakes. Okay. At wide receiver. So let's go Jamison Williams. This is why I didn't want to do the polls at first. Uh-huh. Because you, you can't think of four people to put for the Giants. Sauce Gardner, Jamison Williams... Who else? Um, I mean, I gave them Devin Lloyd in a mock draft at this point. Is, oh, they... he's not going to be there this high. Really? He's not. I mean, this is, this is an ideal spot to trade away and go for somewhere else. It absolutely is, especially the way this one's Like this one would basically out. be Sauce Gardner. So maybe put trade as an option. Sauce Gardner, Jameson Williams, trade. Who's trading? We need a trade partner here, Sam. Don't screw this up. Who needs a cornerback? Someone's trade up for like for Sauce. The Vikings. Yeah, no, so they would never. Quasi would never trade up. Trade Quasi would never trade. Never. 
Sauce Gardner, Jameson Williams, trade, or who else? Who's your fourth? Jermaine Johnson. Okay. There. There we go. Okay, so you're going to deliver those to him. All right, that works. Yeah. This is a really smooth operation. I think so, too. Yeah. Yeah, this would be a great time, I think, for... People said it couldn't be done, but here you are just, just making it happen. Yeah, I think this would be a great t- uh, a great place for the Giants to trade, get picks for next year, and yeah, we'll see. They already got their tackle. Probably feel good about that. Pulls up here. Let's see, who would I vote for? I know who I would take. Oh, yeah, this is overwhelming. We might, we might want to... We could call it. We could already call it. The Giants pick at number seven has been called for Sauce Gardner. And that's it. Sauce Gardner is the pick. So Giants coming away with Ahmad, Sauce Gardner, and Iki Iquanu. Are you happy, Giants fans? Should be happy there. Sauce Gardner going at number seven to the Giants. That puts the Falcons up at number eight. They've been tied to a bunch of receivers mm-hmm. and defensive linemen. So this could be Jamison Williams, Drake London, Garrett Wilson, yep. I would say. And then maybe Jermaine Johnson here for the Atlanta Falcons. Yep. I, I think, think those, those are right. Those are your options. We can go receiver. We can go with that next potential edge in Jermaine Johnson. We appreciate everybody being here, being here live with us on YouTube. It's draft day. Don't forget, we're going to be podcasting live directly after the draft. So PFF NFL podcast, you're going to watch the entire draft show live on YouTube. And then we're going to go live right after it because, uh, yeah, we're going to have a lot of takes. We got more, more things to respond to coming out of the uh, the draft because it's actually happening tonight. I got my vote in. This one's going to be a lot tighter here, Sam. Looks like Drake London's in last out of this group. It's going to be tight. It's tight between Jamison Williams and Garrett Wilson. The people are looking at receiver. Jermaine Johnson's close as well. The people are looking at receiver here for the Falcons. We have a couple Jordan Davis. We have Falcons fans screaming Jordan Davis. Hmm. That's what all caps means. It means you're a Falcons fan. But it looks like uh, Garrett Wilson's starting to pull away. Just a little bit here. When we ranked our receivers, Sam, we had Garrett Wilson number one, both you and I. Yeah. From Ohio State. Yep. I mean, I think he is the cleanest uh, top receiver prospect of this draft, the best composite of all the skill sets, and a guy who actually might have a higher ceiling than people are giving him credit for because he isn't, you know, 6'3 and uh, a 4'3 flat guy and a dude who wins the, the catch point better than anybody else, you know, like Drake London. I think people assume that means low ceiling, but... Stephon Diggs is a is an average receiver body, right? An average receiver from a physical tool set point of view, and he's one of the best receivers in the NFL. I, there, there's no reason that Garrett Wilson can't be that kind of player. Garrett Wilson is the pick, 38%. He beats out Jameson Williams at 33%. So Garrett Wilson, now we now have the first wide receiver off the board, Garrett Wilson at number eight to the Atlanta Falcons. That puts the Seahawks up on the clock. Definitely have to have Malik Willis in the group here, right? Yeah, I would say you have to have trade in this group as well. We're not doing trades because who's tr- who, somebody's going to trade up? Okay, the trade would have to be with Seattle, uh, with Pittsburgh. It would have to be with Pittsburgh. Either Pittsburgh or New Orleans is going to trade up for Malik Willis. Yeah, yeah we can make okay. it happen. Let's so we have Malik Willis. Come do it. Malik Willis, Charles Cross. Okay. Because they need a tackle. Trade. And would they take a Kyle Hamilton? Wow. After throwing two first-round picks? Probably not. Jamal Adams? Probably not. That's a third first-round pick on Yikes. safety. Who else for uh, for Seattle here? Defensive linemen? They could be Jermaine Johnson as well. I don't know if everybody loves Jermaine Johnson or if it's just a couple teams that love him. All right, let's go those four. 
All right, poll's going. It's going to be going live here on YouTube. Tyler's doing, we owe Tyler like a steak or something, mm. making him work like this. And this is only like 11 a.m. in the morning. Think I what know, he's going to be like on draft night. Tomorrow morning at 1 a.m. He's going to be so mad at us when we're recording the podcast live too at 1. And yeah, we owe him. We definitely do. Um, a lot of people talking to me here. Yeah. For my other job. Perfect. Don't they know I'm live? We're live podcasting right here. Seahawks. Where are they going to go? I got my vote in. It is close between Charles Cross and Malik Willis. Charles Cross. That would be a, a risky pick here, I think, for the Seahawks. I, could, I should have put Trevor Penning, actually. Should have put Penning up there, too. They've been linked to, uh, oh, there we go, Saints ain't trading. They're not going to trade. Saints fans have been pretty vocal lately about what they're definitely going to do. Charles Cross, I think, is pulling away here. And that's the pick at number nine for the Seattle Seahawks. So they're going to wait on quarterback. Everybody's waiting on quarterback. The people... The viewers of the PFF NFL podcast don't want a quarterback anywhere. So start thinking about the Jets at 10 here, Sam. But number nine, Seahawks are going Charles Cross, Mississippi State offensive tackle. One of Mike Renner's favorites. He can step in, replace departed Dwayne Brown. That puts the Jets up on the clock. At number four, the people took Kayvon Thibodeau. So the Jets already got their edge defender. Now I think the receivers are back in play here. Jamison Williams, Drake London should both be in play. I think Kyle Hamilton could be in play here. And, of course, Jermaine Johnson, once again, who the Kyle Jets. Kyle Hamilton is in play Oh, wait, here. not Jermaine Johnson because they already got Thibodeau. I think Hamilton's in play. Safety need? Do they care about the secondary at all? Do they care about the secondary? Both corners are off the board. I could see Hamilton being in play here. Um, I mean, a big part is uh, what they think of Drake London. I think Jameson Williams is definitely in play because of that speed. Drake London is more of a wild card in terms of where teams rank him. Um, None of the tackles are, are left, and they you know could go that way. You know, with Trent McDuffie, I don't think they're going to go corner this high. All of, yeah, the top with the top two off the, the board. The top three tackles are gone, so they're probably not in that market. They're probably not reaching for a guy like Bernard Ryman or um, Raymond. Apparently, is how that's pronounced, even though that's clearly not how it's pronounced. If you have any kind of German heritage, i.e., being Austrian. Um, uh, or Trevor Penning. So, yeah, it, I guess Hamilton is in. Let's throw right. Hamilton in the mix. Who's our fourth? We got Jameson Williams, Jameson Drake Williams, London. Drake London, Kyle Hamilton, and who did we say? We didn't. I think we have a we have an extra guy, an extra space. Just do three. All right, three. Three ball. options. It's got to be one of those two receivers. All right, or Kyle Hamilton. That's yes. it. Sometimes you just got to go. Sometimes, Sometimes you just have to go. You just got to go. Oh man. Stop putting fake rumor stuff into the chat, people. Yeah, Joe enough Rogan has not died. Everybody, shut up about it. If you just if you see enough live chat rooms, you just people come in and they do that. They're just like somebody died. Just one more way. This was a uh, a great great plan. Yeah, but you watch it. It's going to take off. YouTube is going to bring this to the moon. It's a million viewers on this one. Tyler's just over. Oh, just cycling. <laughs> Thank you. Joe Rogan is not dead. Thank you mm-hmm. for uh, keeping that. Hell of a picture that guy had as well. Who would I take here? This guy. We should have put Alave in there, I guess, if we were putting the, all the receivers. Maybe. I mean, Alave top 10 feels pretty rich at this point. We're but. calling this one. Jamison Williams to the Jets. If the Jets come away with Kayvon Thibodeau and Jamison Williams, man, you get some home runs. Potential home runs there. Yeah. Good day for the I Jets. I like it. Add the speed. Jamison Williams, good fit for everybody. 
do well by Zach Wilson. Okay, Washington Commanders are next on the clock. Uh, Kyle Hamilton's been rumored here. Drake London in play. Maybe a Trent McDuffie? I don't and know if then, the NFL is as high on McDuffie as... Not this high, I don't think. I think offensive line, they're looking pretty good, but would they be interested in a penning here? Yeah, and that's starting to get quite reachy. I don't love this pick here for the... Um, no, it hasn't unfolded well for Washington, actually. For the commanders. I throw Olave in there, too. All right. And then um, they went linebacker last year, so I don't think I'd go linebacker here. Nope. They're probably not going defensive line. They're kind of in a bind, actually. I need the spot. consensus board. Where's the uh, consensus board here? I don't want to miss any players. Just go with those three? I guess. This is not a great spot for uh, for the commanders. Hmm. So, recapping so far. Trayvon Walker, number one. Aiden Hutchinson, number two. Derek Stingley. Kayvon Thibodeau. Ike Kwanu, Evan Neal. Sauce Gardner, Garrett Wilson, Charles Cross, Jamison Williams. That's our top ten. Now we got the commanders on the clock in a pretty ugly spot. A lot of a lot of people early on looked like Kyle Hamilton here in the in the voting. Yeah. That's the way it's unfolding right now. Okay. Um sorry. So uh, I would go. I'd go receiver here because you know my theory on uh, Carson Wentz. I like the big-bodied receiver for Wentz. So I would go Drake London, but the voters are going Kyle Hamilton here. Okay. So in our mock draft, Kyle Hamilton does fall out of the top ten, but not that far. Number Johnny eleven, Jess, yeah. to the Washington Commanders. Kyle Hamilton that puts the Minnesota Vikings on the board here. Uh, you and I have talked receiver for the Vikings. Yeah. Do we throw the two receivers in there for them? Drake I don't, London and, and Chris Olave. I put Trent McDuffie up here. Yeah. And then where else could they potentially go? I mean, pretty much anywhere, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, Would they go with Devontae Wyatt? Yeah, I think Wyatt or Jordan Davis are, are in the mix. Which one would you put in there? I think for them, Wyatt makes sense. I yeah. don't know if he would go that high in the actual draft. And this is also why, like, as the as you get further into the first round, it's it really difficult to pair down to four players sometimes. Sometimes, or to the you know to the right fits for certain teams, like the Texans coming up at thirteen, as well. Who do you put on the board for them? I got to make sure I'm looking at the consensus board, not just the PFF board, because yeah. Well, if you want to get led by other people, that's fine. But you know, the Vikings are in an interesting spot because. They're taking this approach of, you know, almost continuing as is in the same kind of the same direction. They haven't taken this opportunity to, to be a heavy reset. They're not completely pivoting direction. They're not um, going in a whole new rebuild. They're kind of staying the course, which means they're they're not doing anything drastic. They're not going for a quarterback. They're not doing any massive overhaul. They're just kind of picking the best players, and they're a prime candidate to trade probably down it is a massive win for trent mcduffie so trent mcduffie the cornerback out of washington 65 percent of our viewers are going trent mcduffie he's going to be the, the pick at number 12 for the minnesota vikings it puts the houston texans up on the clock at number three the texans took Derek stingley so they already went corner mm-hmm. uh good luck picking four players here uh quay walker 
could be in the mix here. The Quay, 13? Yeah, because I think I don't know if the team that's rumored for Quay Walker is the Patriots. But anytime the Patriots like somebody, you have to wonder if Nick Casario and the Texans Come like on, that person. The Quay Walker thing's getting out of control if we're talking about him with we're the already, team. The, the odds are already in the favor of him being the first linebacker off the board. It's it's all it's all through the roof. Um, so I and I don't know if Devin Lloyd would be in play here. But I you, think you could I think Jordan Davis is in play here. Jordan Davis is absolutely in play here. Would they potentially go receiver? Sure. Um, and is that you got to choose between Drake London or Chris Olave if you are. But I, I, I don't think they would. I don't know if that's the, the play there. Uh, Jermaine Johnson could be in play here too. Yes. For the Texans. Let's go yes. Jermaine Johnson. So Jordan Davis, I would put – you want to put both receivers in there? No, I would go less on receiver. I think they're going to be more offensive and defensive line because you could go Trevor Penning involved here too to play right tackle. Okay, Jordan Davis, Trevor Penning, Jermaine Johnson. What's our fourth option? What was the other one I said? And Quay Walker. Oh, come on, Quay Walker. Right, because our, our, our listeners aren't going to take Quay Walker. I would hope right? not. So let's, let's not put Quay Walker in there. Devin Lloyd. <laughs> okay. We like Devin Lloyd. There's the poll for the Houston Texans. We're live. Everybody's watching us. We're all having fun here. You can check it out on the screen. What's available here? Trent McDuffie last off the board by the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, our people don't want Quay. Quay's a, he's not a bad player. He's just actually, for such an athletic linebacker, he's not an exciting player. Just no. kind of makes the plays. I mean, look, we, I, people are overcomplicating this whole Georgia defense thing, right? We just watched one of the greatest defenses in college football history play for an extended period of time, and half of its players go into the NFL in the first round. Like, just watch the defense and tell me who the best players on it were. They're not the players that have got all the hype right now of Trayvon Walker and Quay Walker. Like, those were not the best players on this defense. They just weren't. And they're probably not going to be the best players at the next level because that defense was already like an NFL-caliber defense. It's not like, you know, the, the situation's going to change and all of a sudden we're going to their stars will be revealed because of the superior talent around them. No, this was already an NFL defense, and other players were outshining them. All right, Jermaine Johnson is the pick. Yeah, so now, now people are complaining about the polls. Oh, we don't have enough players in there, All right? So it's not, it's not easy. We, no. should, we should have next year we'll have a designated It's almost like we could have done fan. this in a different way. There's no better way to or do it. There's not done it at all. Look at this. So many people are watching, joining us here. We appreciate everybody that's just tuning in. We're going live mock draft. It's your mock draft, too. It's for the people, based off the four options that we give you. So, Jermaine Johnson is the pick for the Houston Texans at number 13. That puts the Ravens up on the clock. We've talked a lot about the two Georgia defensive linemen, so Devontae Wyatt, Jordan Davis. Wyatt's buzz is definitely further in the late first, early second. And the other thing, too, is Christian Barmore went in the second last year for whatever Mm -hmm. reason. Maybe a Wyatt doesn't go all that high where else would the ravens potential i think carl loftus should be in play here stock really sounds like it's sliding though it is but doesn't he feel like a good ravens type of player yeah but like if 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 this is you know what's going to happen just i don't think there's any way that carl loftus is going to get picked to 14 i don't know about predicting ravens first rounders but i got some data i might be able to get their third and fourth fifth rounders though that's true yeah might be able to get those guys i mean we've had linderbaum going there before but again his stock sounds like it's plummeting i don't think he's in play at 14 overall um, I don't know that the – I mean, the linebackers probably aren't either, right? Devin Lloyd, uh, Nico, uh, Nicobe Dean. Quinn probably not Walker. this high. 
cornerback? Could they be the team that, that goes to the next group of corners, whether it's Andrew Booth, um, Kair Elam, those guys? Maybe. Do they go back to the wide receiver well? No. Right? You got Marquise Brown. Yeah. Rashad Bateman. Rashad Bateman last year. I can't really see. Ravens want to trade down here, I think. Probably, yeah. Let's add trade as an option and then hope that doesn't get <laughs> – that doesn't win. They trade with their uh, division rival Steelers So from Malik Willis. The two defensive linemen from Georgia trade. You want to have a fourth option or just roll with that? Carl Loftus. Carl Loftus. They're not picking Carl Loftus. We're, he's 10 on our draft board. Just trust our evaluation there on Carl Loftus. PFF's evaluation on Carl Loftus. We're cooking now. Uh, somebody asked if this is a seven-round mock. It absolutely is. Mm. We're You're going all seven go, rounds. We're going to go right into the draft. Yeah. All seven rounds. And then... <laughs> <laughs> Tyler's real excited about this. And then we'll move next door and we'll start reacting we'll to like, the first We'll round break picks. for lunch after round four. Yeah. No, no, no. We'll order it in. Yeah, yeah. We'll get Ruby's. We'll get Ruby's lunch delivered here. We don't need to break. We'll, we'll go right in. We'll just bring it in. Jeff Ruby, I know you're listening to here for the Bengals pick. So you could just, if you guys, if you just fire over some lunch, we'll go a full seven rounds here. How's this poll doing? Do we get this up? I hope so. You tell me. There it is. You're in the chat. Go Ravens. I got my pick in. Where would you go here? Where would I go? I would take one of the defensive linemen. Um, one of the I, Georgia guys? Yeah, look, I I kind of love the idea of Jordan Davis in, in Baltimore's defense. To I think generally 14 overall is rich for Jordan Davis, but if there's a team that knows how to work what he is, you know, to maximize this giant body, this freakish athlete who has sky-high potential, it's Baltimore. So I kind of want to see that happen. Yeah, of this group, I voted for Jordan Davis here. I think there's some risk there, but if I'm the Ravens, I feel confident that I can – maximize his skill set and uh and turn him into a good player where's the poll 221 votes it is all jordan davis 63 percent for jordan davis do you uh you want to run and give me a quick recap because i accidentally drafted the wrong player and have to start the draft over yeah absolutely so jordan davis is going to go to the baltimore ravens that puts the eagles up on the clock at 15 should we get the poll up first yeah yeah let's do that so the eagles at 15 i kept thinking maybe Devontae wyatt could be the guy, yeah. but I don't know if he's going to. Is he going to be around? I, do, do we want to take him that high? Oh, um, Chris Olave has to be yeah on the list here. Um, they were getting uh, they were getting Devin Lloyd forever, but is that cooling or is that still in play here? I feel like the Quay Walker buzz and hype is targeted. You know, it's it's a couple teams or a team or two. So I'm okay. not going to put Quay. I, I'm going to guess it's not the Eagles. Okay. For Quay Walker. So I'm gonna, let's put Devin Lloyd on there because he's still our top graded, our top ranked linebacker here. Yeah. You got Alave, Lloyd. Uh, what other? I don't know if Carl, Carl Loftus for here for your Brandon Graham comp. Yeah, I just don't think it's happening. You don't um, think he goes that high? Are they in the cornerback market? And Andrew Booth? Yes. Yeah, put Booth in there. Okay. I, I do think Trent McDuffie would be the best fit for the Philadelphia Eagles. You pull up your next. Mock draft sim here. I, it's already up. I, I'm at pick okay. number four, so I just need four. Was we... Thibodeau? Yeah. Icky was five to the Giants. Mm-hmm. Evan Neal goes sixth to the Carolina Panthers. Big surprise there. Sauce Gardner goes seven to the Giants. Garrett, Garrett Wilson. Wilson eight to the Falcons. Seattle takes Charles Cross at nine. Jets take Jamison Williams at ten. 
Commanders take Kyle Hamilton at 11. Vikings take Trent McDuffie, the corner out of Washington, at 12. Jermaine Johnson, the Florida State edge, at 13 to the Texans. And then the Ravens go Jordan Davis at 14. And we're at 15. We're at pick 15. It's the Philadelphia Eagles. And let's see. I'm taking. I know where I'm going. I'm going where the people went. Chris Olave is the leader. Wow. In the clubhouse here. Andrew Booth is really low. That's what happens when you just throw him in late. Uh, we, did imagine. we forget Drake London? No, I don't, well, I don't think he's. I don't think he's the guy that the Eagles are looking for. I think you're right. I don't agree with it, but I, I think they might snag a Lave over a guy like Drake London. At some point, maybe we just go back to the chat, just firing names, mm. and then you got to get a hundred names. And how are you going to accumulate right. that? You know, if there's one, thing, this is awesome. This is one thing great. that's going to be better than just the spamming of the chat or the poll. It's both of them at the same time. Both at the same time. This is the way to do. It. Chris Olave is the pick. For the Philadelphia Eagles. Come on, man. This is awesome. This is fun. This is draft day. It's all happening tonight. The Saints are on the clock. Really pissing off the the Saints by grabbing Alave one spot ahead of their pick. Yeah, yeah. They wanted Alave. So they they can go Drake London, Malik Willis. Malik Willis. Yeah. And then the two tackles. Trevor Penning Penning. and Bernard Ryman. I'm going to keep calling them Ryman. It's Ryman. It is. Who said it was Raymond? Uh, Other people and Renner. Well, if there's more than Renner, maybe we should listen. There are. It, I think it. So what I believe has happened here is that a guy from Austria with a therefore German name has anglicized it for you people, you know, who don't handle you people. Yeah. Yankees. You know, I'm a Red Sox fan. People that can't handle foreign Yankees. names. Uh, so I think it should be pronounced Ryman and is being pronounced Raymond on the basis that that's what Americans can handle. Also, just jump into the chat. Why not? For what? I don't know. Just keep if, – if we didn't put somebody in the poll, you can have a write-in vote. That's what we can do. A write-in vote. It has to be not somebody in the top four there. <gasps> oh, God. Who are they going to take? Who are the Saints going to take here? Um, I mean, if, if – I think they would take Alave if he was there, but if he's gone, I would imagine – They'll pivot to tackle. Like, they're going to go with their two biggest needs, tackle and wide receiver. I don't know that they would love Drake London, so I'd, I'd imagine they take their pick of Panning or Raymond. Ryman. Oh, man, this is intense. 143 votes in, and we are one percentage point difference between Malik Willis. Willis just jumped up and Trevor Penning. This wow. might be Malik Willis and completely screw the Steelers. Hmm. Steelers fans, here's your chance. Do you want to trade up for Malik Willis? Saints fans are listening. Well, it's too late. We're not doing a trade, because then you got to go into the mock draft sim and Willis it is. facilitate a trade. Malik Willis it is, even though 0% chance there isn't a quarterback taken already. Whatever, man. You people with your 0% chance stuff. Have you ever watched a draft? <laughs> Have you ever watched an actual draft that goes nothing like all of the mock drafts? Malik Willis is the pick for the New Orleans Saints. How about that? They're going to build their quarterback room for the future. Well, Jameis Winston can start right now. So the Saints are going Malik Willis. Yep. Chargers are now on the clock at 17. Yes. They need a right tackle, so I think Penning and Ryman Raymond Ryman. are both in play there. Where else could the Chargers go here? Do they just try to crush the league with Drake London? Does he? And Mike Williams and Keenan Allen. Jameson Williams feels like he fits a spot there or a skill True. set that the Chargers don't have. I, does Drake London? Probably not. I mean, you could make it work, but not as not as well as maybe Jameson Williams. Does. Devontae Wyatt. 
is in play, surely? I think Wyatt, yeah. I mean, they they did some uh, Sebastian Joseph Day this offseason on the right. interior defensive line, but he could add something there. They added Khalil Mack to go with uh, Joey Bosa, so probably not an edge anywhere there. Is uh, is this is this too high for one of the for a guy like Tyler Smith whose stock seems to be soaring? Tackle from Tulsa. No, we could throw him in there because they need a guard too, and Tyler Smith could be a tackle slash guard at the next level. So we get the four to to choose from here. For the Chargers. I think a couple of the players that they would like are off the board in this particular mock, I would say, though. Yeah. I mean, they've been a guy, they've been a team that's been linked with Jamison Williams a lot. I think that would be their, like, dream scenario. Jamison Williams is sitting there at 17. Boom. Run the pick in. I don't want to influence anything, but the model, (laughs) the model likes Ryman or Raymond up at uh, close to the other elite tackles. Is the model able to tell you what his name is pronounced like? I, I, you know, it might actually change things. Remember, Renner has a has a theory that guys without unique names just get dropped down the board, right? He's like what? Danny Gray. Like, who wants to draft Danny Gray? Just sounds like just another guy. Renner's theory is that people with yeah. normal names don't get drafted high. That they their stock goes down. Guys with a, you know, like a Ryman or a Raymond get bumped up. Danny Gray. Who wants to go watch Danny Gray? You know what I mean? You have, to, you have to ask Renner about it. This is a monster win for Trevor Penning. Somebody named Trevor Lawrence was just hailed as the greatest prospect in a decade. That's a unique name. Trevor Lawrence? Yeah. It's not like Joe Smith or anything like that. It kind of is. No. Bernard Ryan. I mean, uh, Trevor Penning is the pick here. Zach Wilson? I mean, this what? This Zach is a with terrible CH, theory. Though. Well, you, you'll, have to, you'll have to take him on it. Uh, where, where's Penning? Trevor Penning's the guy at 17. He's going to slot in at right tackle and, and kill some people. Renner hates Trevor The Penn. Chargers. He hates Penning? Yeah. Doesn't like him at all. Yeah. I'm low on um, model Penning. Uh, Trevor well. Sigma, who was on here when you were away, doesn't like him either. These people yeah. are not factoring in the Duke Manyweather improvement program. I will put that into the model. You should. I'll do a Duke adjustment in anybody that Duke's working with like because he's got a issue, pretty good history of getting better. Getting right, better. And, and their issue in particular is that like every loss he has is the same, right? Which, frankly, that feels like something that – like if you're going to go to Duke, right, prepare for the draft, prepare for the NFL, and you have like here's my one big problem, that feels way better than just I'm just not a great player. Could you improve me, you know? It's like, here's what I suck at. I struggle with this particular move. Something specific Help. to work on. Exactly. I got you. Give me a few weeks. We're fixed. Yeah, it's an interesting one because um, I'm, I'm, I'm mostly joking about the model thing, but it really is like just looking at production and measurables and what projects at the NFL level. Uh, Makai Becton was a major outlier in that, and he's like the only one that's gotten up to a starting caliber level of that group he has and he worked with duke so maybe there is something to that uh eagles are on the clock here at 18 they took chris Olave the first time around so mm-hmm. the receivers won't be on the board let's go devin lloyd let's go Karloftis, Devonte devontae wyatt. wyatt and uh any anyone else we're missing here do they go booth in this group as well for the eagles did you fire up the uh consensus board uh let me see here it was somewhere I'm getting peppered with other messages. I'm sifting through here. This is great. This is good. This is beautiful. What the radio. listeners want here. Yeah, it, it is beautiful. Who else might be missing beautiful from the consensus radio. board? Linderbaum to be the next Jason Kelsey. No, 
See, this is where it gets kind of chaotic because cornerback, I think the rankings can be all over the place. Like, I like Andrew Booth as the next guy. I think there are people that love Kyrie Elam as the next corner. It's probably too high for Daxton Hill, but he's in, he's a top 32 player on the consensus board. Well, he's another one of those players who are we're like, what is he? Is he a safety? Is he a slot corner? Yeah. Um, same with Jalen Petre from Baylor. Is he a slot corner, which is basically what he's ever played? Renner thinks that's what he is. Or is he a safety, which is what he moves like, which is what a lot of people are projecting him to be. Um, so that the whole kind of defensive back generally at this point in the draft gets a little bit weird. Safety is the position where you do ra- you just get random safeties yeah. in the top 10, in the teens, in the first round that you wouldn't And expect. a lot of it is because of things like this, right? Like you look at uh, Petrie and it's like – he, he hasn't really played safety at all. He played slot corner. Um, now, he played slot corner in a defense that sort of gives you some safety assignments, right? Like quarters coverage where you end up dropping into a, you know, a, a quarter of, the, of a deep quarter and essentially playing it like a safety. But it isn't the same thing as seeing a guy line up as, as a single high free safety and, and playing the game that way. Um, but he, to me on tape, he moves like a safety. So teams are now having to project that guy to a safety with all the guesswork that that entails, which is what we're talking about with, you know, Trayvon Walker, number one overall, and all the things that the projection that needs to be done there with Jordan Davis. It's it's not easy. And particularly with defensive back, I think that happens a lot, which is why they're they're like the rankings are all over the place. All right. The the chat has gone Devin Lloyd for the Eagles here. The chat has also revolted against George Karloftis. Yeah. A lot of people saying Boye Mafe over him. I just want to say this isn't just a PFF take. On the consensus board, Karloftis is 18th. Yeah, but the NFL doesn't see it. Mafe's 35th. Just saying. Just saying the NFL does not like your boy, George Karloftis. Doesn't my like boy. Him. Your boy. It's my boy? Your boy. So Devin Lloyd's the pick here yep. for the Eagles. Going back to like January, that was the connection. The Saints are back on the clock. They already took Malik Willis. Um, wide receiver in need, so Drake London. Bernard Ryman are in play here. All right, who else is, though? Who else for the Saints? You definitely wanted to come away with a receiver and or attack. Tyler Smith at tackle. Can they put him in at left tackle, day one? Tyler Smith? Yeah. Probably not as cleanly as uh, Raymond. Um, I'm just going to flip back and forth. Are they going to be looking at the next group of wide receivers? Are they in on... George Pickens or Sky Moore. Pickens, or, definitely. Um, Jahan Dotson. I would say Pickens. Okay. Have an X to go with Michael Thomas, the Z. I think that Pickens would be the only guy that they might pick here at receiver. Or Drake London. Oh, and Dra- or Drake London. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying of that next group. Sorry. Mm-hmm. So the polls up. Saints are coming up. Uh, weapons. Are we getting weapons from Malik Willis slash Jameis Winston. <laughs> weapons from Malik Willis. Steelers are up next. That's what a guy be. to learn from. Jameis, you know? you imagine, like, day one, Malik Willis rolls in there and goes, let me show you my workouts. You're going to need you're gonna need a big bouncy ball. You're going to need a chain. You're going to need, you know, a, a Frisbee and, you know, some kind of collapsible tent. Go. <laughs> collapsible tent. And here's how I read coverages. With you're going to need a swinging tire. Like, it's just madness. Oh, we forgot trailing barks. Burks would be – so he is higher on the consensus board as well. Traylon Burks is 21. Yeah. Which is, you know, right there, certainly ahead of um, – certainly ahead of pick, uh, George Pickens. But there's a much more – like, 
Is Pickens too standard of a name? No. It's a little too standard. A little too standard. Huh. Drake London's going to be the guy, though, here for the, Steel, uh, for the Saints. 50% of the voters wanted Drake London. He's the selection for the Saints viewers and listeners of the PFF NFL podcast. They want Drake London to the Saints. What if this is how it falls, Saints fans? Are you happy with Malik Willis and Drake London? The next Marcus Colston over there in New Orleans in that system. So it puts the Steelers up on the clock. We know they've been tied to Malik Willis. Mm-hmm. I think we have to put two quarterbacks on here, though, to choose from. Hometown boy Kenny Pickett. And then Desmond Ritter. Desmond Ritter. I think is the other potential option. I think I would go Tyler Linderbaum as an option here for the Steelers. He's an option. He's certainly an option. Maybe Ryman. Do they want any? Is there anything else exciting that they would want besides offensive line plus quarterback? Defensive line reinforcements or uh, getting younger. You know, Stephon Tewitt's been injured a lot. Um, Hayward isn't getting any younger. I don't know if there's any good fit. I don't think Wyatt's a good fit for them there. Why not? Jordan Davis would have been. Why isn't Wyatt a good fit? He just gets wrecked against double teams. Everybody gets wrecked against double teams. He's more of a double. He's more of a penetrator. Steelers still play old school three-man fronts a lot. I don't know. They do. They feel like a team that could easily be the random safety team. You know, was seen. Yeah, yeah. To, uh, to replace to pair, the last one they, they did. They brought in Terrell Edmonds. They brought him back, but it was kind of an afterthought. You put Seen in there. Yeah. All right. Now let's see if Steelers fans do they want pick? They, they might. They might hate these options. I mean, maybe the fans might just not even uh, might not even pick here. Well, God knows we're we're not in tight with Steelers fans these days, so. Whatever we do is likely. I will be on Steelers radio later today, Thursday afternoon, my 4.30 hit. You can justify your errors. My vote's in. Yeah. Look, there's not even any votes. Nobody's even voting. Steelers fans don't want to vote. Kenny Pickett's the early leader. (laughs) They want the hometown boy. I mean, look, Pickett at 20 is a lot more palatable than Pickett at 6. It is. It's still not great, but it's... It's still taking a shot. Yeah. Highest-graded quarterback in this draft class last year. Problem is... Previous years, he was in the 60s and 70s. That's the well, that's, consistency that's, problem. Yeah, one problem. Do you buy into the one-year breakout of Kenny Pickett? One Steelers fan wants Cole Kelly. I know this because he's using all, all caps. So it's got to be a Steelers Good fan. Good for him. Kenny Pickett's going to take it. He's got 46%. We're calling it. We're calling it for Kenny Pickett. He is the choice for the Steelers. Ooh, Staying gotta, in Pittsburgh. Got to scroll down. Where is he? Where 42. is he on our board? 42. Kenny yeah. Pickett is the choice at number 20. Now, Patriots are on the clock at number 21. Quay Walker has to be on the list here. This is for Eric's bets. Andrew Booth. Andrew Booth. K.R. Elam. A couple corners there. And Karloftis for them. Really? No. Look, Karloftis is not. The dude's slipping out of the first round. You just don't want to put him up there. 18th on the consensus board. Nicobe Dean. Oh, he's so underside. They would not take a linebacker that small. Really? I don't think so. They're the team that looks at Quay Walker looking like me and N'Kobe Dean looking like you side by side, and they're like, no way. Give me the tall guy. What about Travis Jones? Travis Jones. They like big boys in the first round. You know that. Uh Uh-huh. I really think Jaquan Brisker should be in play there. I don't know if the NFL values him in the 20s. He could be that sneaky first-round safety, though. All right, give me one more name. I don't care who it is. Throw me one. 
Uh, offensive line. They need to think. That's uh, not a name. Is Ryman part of this? Yeah, put Ryman in. They got to think to the future for for the offensive line. They like to think one year ahead. I think would they get Trent Brown for just one more year there? Yeah. <clears throat> not the most exciting Patriots picks. I mean, we would put rece- yeah, Patriots fans want receivers. They just traded for Devontae Parker, but they would still want more receivers, more weapons for Mac Jones. It's what you would want. Patriots at twenty one. What are the Packers going to do at twenty two? A lot of the receivers are already off the board. A lot of the players. So I think some of the teams are looking around in this particular iteration of the mock draft, thinking, I don't like the options here. Sure. I don't like the options here. Let's see how the Patriots are Which doing is, here. Generally speaking, how a lot of trades manifest. But again, it's like who is who is looking to jump into these spots for these options? Quay Walker's leading. Quay Walker is leading right now. People are going predictive mock here. I just imagine watching that Georgia defense and being like, yeah, that's the linebacker I want, not Patri- Kobe Dean. Patricia yearns for Quay Walker. Like, I get the Quay Walker stuff. I get that he's good, and he's, a, he's just a solid, safe linebacker. But there he is. He's the pick. We're 200 votes in. Patriots are taking Quay Walker in the first round, the PFF NFL podcast. Fan mock draft. It's all happening. Now, where's Quay on our board? We just moved him up to linebacker four. He's at 45 on the PFF draft board. So last season for Georgia, top two graded players on this defense. N'Kobe Dean, 91.7. Devontae Wyatt, 90.0. Oh. Uh, Quay Walker, he was the 71. 19th best graded player on this, on this defense. Okay, let's cut that to like 15th if we cut out small sample size guys. With a grade of 71.7. But he's 6'4 and fast. Yeah. And that's, by the way, a couple of spots ahead of Trayvon Walker, who went, you know, number one overall with a grade of 70. Linebacker is one of the positions where you would look at the grade, you would weigh the grade less, though. Sure. I'm still, like, the grade matches what you see from tape, though. Like, you watch those. Get some Packers play. I haven't checked Quay in my model. You you watch the tape, and it's like, which which one of these linebackers do you want? Okay, here, this is. Okay, this is interesting. If you tell me that the model loves Quay Walker, I'm just walking off this set. This model has him right next to, this particular iteration of it, right next to Darius Leonard, who's the only guy that has not had a below-average career in that vicinity. Jabril Cox, last year's fourth-rounder for the Cowboys. Baron Browning. Darius Leonard, who I mentioned. Ernest Jones, third-rounder last year out of uh, South Carolina that went to the Rams. So that's the... uh, the weighted version. Let's see. Where's the 63 rank here? This other version is going to have him. Yeah, pretty close to Darius Leonard. Joel Igbenogany. No, not. Uh, Dakota Allen. Remember you used to like him? Yeah. Quay Walker. Kenneth Murray. First round pick out of Oklahoma who has had a below average career. Nathan Gary. Jordan Evans. Those are the guys who are similar to Quay Walker. In that iteration of my linebacker model. You making some choices here for the Packers? Well, so two wide receivers, George Pickens and Traylon Burks, are they in, like, are other receivers in this market? I don't think Sky Moore is going to go this high, right? No. He's 22 on our board. This is pick 22, but I don't think so. Have you got the consensus board there? Where is Jahan Dotson? Because he's a lot higher than we have him or I He's still not that high. He's 32. Okay, so it's a reach for him as well. I think Devontae, where's Wyatt on the consensus board? He's 27. I think Wyatt could be a potential option here. All right. 
Wyatt, who's our fourth guy. Would they go offensive line depth as well? They could. Uh, Tyler Smith. Smith, Ryman. Ryman ha, uh, go Ryman here, too. I mean, that dude, poor dude's been in every single selection. <laughs> well, look, we can't even agree on his name. There's no way he's getting drafted. Well, it's because we can't agree on his name that we have to say it every single time. Appreciate everybody for tuning in here. We're biased against Pittsburgh, but people say. Of course. Well, we've ticked that box at least. That's a standard yeah. podcast. Thank you. Is there anybody in the chat? I'm always curious. Is like what's definitely not going to happen on draft night? There's all this like this will never happen stuff, and then every, everything, every year, there's just crazy stuff. So, so the last thing I, I mean, there's been a lot. You know, we I've been talking about George Pickens a lot in this whole pre-draft process, um, and a lot of stuff came out in the last week or so that was like. You know, anonymous scouts and all that kind of stuff saying the guy has top five receiver, top five receiver tape, but off field is a problem. Character, maturity. I mean, he's got in fights. They usually on the went field. maturity. It wasn't like anything legal, but right. maturity was the thing, right? He's got in fights. He's violated team rules. He's just general. And there, you know, there's been the sort of the things that were being said is you need, he needs to go to a stable locker room where they're going to keep on top of him. You know what I mean? That would just be annoying. I hate that kind of stuff where it's, it's quite possibly true and the reason that a guy would, A, not go as high and, B, might not succeed at the next level, but there's obviously no real way of telling that from just watching the dude's tape, which is great. I want to respond to that because uh, Traylon per- Burks is the pick, by the way, for the Packers, 44%. Just beats out uh, George Pickens at 33%. You, I keep saying this, though. When teams have multiple picks... Aren't you more willing to take those swings? Uh, yeah, I'm not saying you treat picks differently, but again, you like take that potential massive maybe, but isn't that like, or does it ruin your locker room? Like, how do you view that whole thing? Right, it, it may be, but that's kind of what we we crap all over Jacksonville for doing, right? Like, maybe you should just take this the take the guy you think has the best chance of being the best player. We dropped Traylon Burks all the way to 46 on our draft board. Renner didn't like him, but um, the consensus board has him right around. This pick, 22 to the Packers, it's Traylon Burks. Um, we say that about Jacksonville if that's every single pick, though, Sam. Right? We've always hedged with the Packers and say, take one George Pickens and one Sky Moore. And I think in between those two, you'll get what you need, a safer player and more of a high-risk, high-reward type player in Pickens. All right, the Cardinals are on the clock. Clock. I think all the guards need to be on the board here. That includes uh, Kenyon Green, Zion Kenyon Johnson. Green? Zion Johnson, can you? Green's, Green's a late first rounder, I think, for, for a lot. Let's see. I, you, consensus, I, he's, on, he's at 25 on the consensus board. We dropped him wow. heavily on our board. So I Kenny don't Green, know. Zion Johnson. Would they have Linderbaum on their board thinking about the future and Rodney Hudson getting older? I mean, at this point, they should, but who knows? Linderbaum and Tyler Smith, I think, should be in play with his. We're just going to go offensive line for them because de- defensive line. We've got to put Carl Loftus here again. Well, I think those four offensive linemen are all in play. Is there a other position player that you would put in instead of one of them? Who are the four? Linderbaum, Tyler Smith, Zion Johnson, Kenny Green. Yeah, all, those are all interior offensive linemen because I think that's where they're going to go. Right. I think those would be the guys. So that's the You're ball. just putting offensive linemen out there, well, I huh? just told you. If you had somebody that you think is worthy of putting above one of them, Oh, you mean above one of them. If I not, that's what it is. Poor Cardinals fans. Stuck with offensive line here no matter what. I mean, what. look, it's not sexy, but it might be the best thing you can do. To up, you know, Kyler's not happy. Kyler wants his money. Maybe if you're not going to give him money, you can at least give him an offensive lineman. 
That's all I'm saying. The guy, Chris Rings, at Chris Rings, who sent us that ridiculous setup, I thought he was on this, like, super cool website, right? He said, no. I said, so what site are you using? He said, no, it's a program I wrote. Displays a PC to the seven TVs, pulls from a spreadsheet. Nothing is broadcasted, only local since it uses paid data. Wow. So he's created his own homespun draft room in a program that projects... So he's got like 15 TVs there. Check out my Twitter. I retweeted it. I would say that genuinely is better that's, than uh, certain NFL teams' draft rooms. That's eight TVs or monitors that he has there with projected. He's got all the draft selections. He's got player profiles in there. And all I'm saying is I want this to be my office. Yeah. I would hire him to come build that in my office. That I mean – that that's insane if that's his own proprietary you know setup in terms of the data and, and stuff that it's showing that's that's wild that genuinely i think is better than some nfl teams draft rooms all right so 200 plus picks are in it really is cardinals are taking zion johnson bc guard well over tyler linderbaum who came in second so zion johnson is going to the cardinals probably got to move over to right guard that's there that's going to make the dallas cowboys upset Cowboys really want They're going to panic like last year and draft Micah Parsons again. Yeah, don't want to panic. Zion Johnson's going to the maybe Arizona that should be Cardinals. the solution. Like maybe actually, Dallas does its best work when panicked, right? Yeah. Like you, we missed on Paxton Lynch. Well, yeah, you snag the two corners we wanted. Oh, they're one of them's going to be available. Boom, both gone. Oh crap! Uh, Micah Parsons. Well, that worked out well. Paxton, we're going to get Paxton Lynch. Nope, gone. Uh, Dak Prescott in the fourth. Ah. Perfect. I, that, this appears to be the solution. Whatever, whatever the plan for Dallas, somebody should be like working away on the phones in the background, ensuring that somebody drafts that player before Dallas, so that their panicked solution is to grab a Pro Bowler. Would their panic solution here be? So Zion Johnson's just gone. George Pickens. George Pickens. Would Dallas, would Dallas go for that crazy high upside play? Talk X receiver, right? I mean, even C.D. Lamb doesn't always get the X receiver. He is, but C.D. Well, Lamb's much better when you have a, a running mate. Well, Lamb, he, I think he can be, but hasn't been yet. They haven't played him like right. that either, you know? That's what I mean. So now with... I would put Pickens on the board here and see. Okay. Pickens, and then if you do want to fill the need, you go Kenyon Green. I don't think they're going to get rid of uh, Biotish at center, so I wouldn't go Linderbaum there. But Linderbaum could be their next uh, I think that they Travis Frederick. would also be or should also be in the market at right tackle. So either Ryman or Tyler Smith. Do you want to pick one of those? Go Ryman. Trust the model. <laughs> Devontae Wyatt. Interior defensive line should be an option here as well. Okay. For the Cowboys. They're rumored – is it they're rumored to maybe – one of, one of the edges, the top edge defenders here? They were, yeah, they were, we talked about that yesterday. They were one of the teams that was potentially willing to trade up if Kayvon Thibodeau starts to slide. That didn't happen. Jermaine Johnson went as well, at which point I don't think anybody that they were looking at is available. I am, I am really tempted by George Pickens here. Well, luckily, you're not the one deciding this. It's, uh, it's well, I have to make one vote, though. I'm one of the voters. You are. I'm just not sure your vote is going to sway it. I'm going with saying. my early my early selections here were interior defensive line. So I chose Wyatt, not to sway anybody there. But, you know, the next, uh, the next K-1 short. 
who did go in the second round, by the way. The next K1 short. This pull's tight. Now, Kenyon Green's pulling away here. Kenyon Green is starting to pull away. Nobody wants Pickens for Dallas. Nobody wanted my uh K1 my short went in the second while they drafted star Lodalele in the first. That's true. They did go back-to-back defensive tackle. Mm-hmm. Short was a better player. Yep. Kenyon Green, 37%. We're exactly 200 votes. Kenyon Green. Guard is the pick. Now the Bucks are just upset because they can't get, get their starting guard. Kenyon Green is the pick for the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, in the final board, we moved him to 39. He's 25 on the consensus board, but the PFF board has moved him to 39. Buffalo Bills next up on the clock. Two corners. The two corners. Andrew, Andrew Booth, Kyrie Elam. Elam. Any other corners? No, because that's our drop-off, yeah. I would say. Would they start looking to safety? For the future, they've got there too. They have Micah, Har- Micah Hyde and Jordan Poyer with you know one of those future looking type of picks here. I don't know. Uh, oh, future Buffalo Bill Tyler Linderbaum. I know. I thought about that. Is on the board here since his stock is on the slide. I don't think we need to get open that particular can of worms. I kind of wanted to put him up there just to see see him get eight percent votes because they already have Mitch Morse. But this is a predictive, not a oh what okay. you should do. That's the difference. Is receiver an option? Sky Moore or Jahan Dotson? Oh man! Either I think Dotson might be a good fit for them, but are they? They're already pretty loaded at receiver. Well, they are, but they've they've let that turn over a little bit. So I certainly think they could be in the market. Um, you have Gabriel Davis, Stephon Diggs. They brought somebody else in while losing Cole Beasley, right? Are they? They're not going to be in the edge edge rusher market, given what they just invested there. Devontae uh, Wyatt, maybe. They brought in. Tim Settle, they've, they've turned over the defensive line a little bit. I think they still probably in the market for either a Devontae White or a Travis Jones. Travis Jones would be interesting here. Let's throw him on there. Because they still have Ed Oliver. Do you want the 330-pounder? And picked up his fifth-year option. Yeah. Do you want the 330-pounder there rather than a Wyatt and redundant penetrator? Have you watched um, Travis Jones' pass rushes? Yes. They're pretty funny to watch because yeah. they're all the same, right? It's like... Run towards the guy, take your right hand, club him to the side, and then run past the gap that you opened up. He's more, yeah, he's a hands winner at 330. It's not even a hand, it's like club. Club, yeah. Right? We take this one arm and we club the 300 pound guy in front of me, and I move him a yard to the left, and then I run through that space. My issue with Travis Jones is the, like, the bull rushes don't look like, say, Jordan. When he does bull rush, it doesn't look like Jordan Davis, right? Jordan no. Davis will collapse the pocket. Yeah. Travis Jones has, like, the slow collapse. Well, because he doesn't have... He doesn't so, have that pure power for a 330-pounder. And the length. Like, yeah. the thing that Jordan Davis has is freakish arm, arm length. So when he makes first contact and throws you backwards as an offensive lineman, you're screwed because the dude weighs 340 and you now have none of the leverage. Wow, this is... Domination in this pick here. It's yeah, all Andrew Booth. That's right. Yeah, I did go back and watch a little bit more Andrew Booth. He's got some really good interceptions. I understand the upside with Booth. I like Andrew Booth a lot. Uh, but I think there are some red flags there as well. I would go Kyrie Elam here. Oh, now we get to the next pick that everyone's going to hate. Tennessee. Titans. Titans are on the board. Tyler so Booth, Smith. I'm calling it for Booth. 100 plus, 190 votes in. Mm-hmm. Andrew Booth is the selection for the Buffalo Bills. Tyler Smith. Just give the Titans fans one option. <laughs> Just, just to troll, just troll the Titans. George Pickens, yeah, put Pickens in there for sure. Uh, what was we had a guy explain their whole 
process, right? There was a, there, were, there were acceptable choices. Andrew Booth. Offensive line was one of them. Um, uh, let's go check the Titans emails. The I let's give receiver them wide receiver is definitely one of them. They're not going to be looking for a safety. Voice of the forgotten franchise, David Frost. We already read his email. Uh, number one, it's got to be offense. Two, a wide receiver is preferred. Mm-hmm. Three, offensive line is another option. Look yeah. at you, David Frost, new star of the show. We just go back and okay. answer him. I mean, is Sky uh, Moore in play? They can also. They'll also. They're also willing to take chances on guys like Jeffrey Simmons, Caleb Farley. With so injuries could be there. Yeah. So who's injured? Uh, <laughs> David Ajabo. So Tyler Smith, George Pickens, I think are two. What other options are we given them? Um, so right tackle and guard. So Ryman has to be in there too. He could be their oh, next course, special right, right tackle. Man, I kind of like that if he falls there for the Titans. Anyone else? Who's the fourth? Sky Moore? John Dotson? Anybody but a linebacker. Uh, I don't know. So like Sky Moore feels like a complimentary piece for teams. Yeah. Complimentary to say A.J. Brown. Yeah, throw Sky Moore in there. I feel like we're too low on Jahan Dotson. The boss loves him. Chris. Mm. Chris Chris likes receivers that just know what they're doing. Right place. And um, Solly was like this. We had Solomon Wilcots here working with us at PFF. Guys who played in the NFL and you know, when you see sight adjustments and just feel for the position and all that stuff. I think some of us get caught up in the spectacular or whatever, speed and measurables and all that stuff. And Dotson certainly has spectacular catches. But I know Chris was, like, really keen on, like, the dude just knows what he's doing. Like, he's just going to go out there and be productive. And so he's kind of high on him, Dotson, in general. So I, And I think Dotson, I think you could see NFL teams maybe thinking through I that think it's, as well. It's, yeah, it's fascinating when you watch people articulate their reasons, particularly for receiver, because yeah. you very rarely, and I'm not, this isn't the criticism of anybody because I do it, you very rarely apply the criteria universally across everybody. So everything you would say to endorse Jahan Dotson. So I don't really like Jahan Dotson. I watch his tape, and I'm like, he's just not – the only thing he's great at is catching, right, which obviously as a receiver is a pretty important part of your job. But, like, being able to catch the ball really reliably is actually a counterintuitively small part of your job, right? You're actually – the way bigger part is to be open in the first place so that when the ball arrives, you can catch it. The fact that you're able to catch it once it arrives is like – Okay, it's great, but, you know, there's a lot else in, involved in the job. Yeah. But that's the one thing. And when you look at the rest of it, even like his signature plays, there's a crazy one-handed catch he has down the sideline where the first half of that play is him getting crushed off the field in press coverage. Um, so any case that you make for Jahan Dotson also endorses Sky Moore. You know what uh, I mean? I see, where, I see where you're going with this. So Tyler Smith is the pick, by the way, for okay. The Titans. So when you sort of – what I find interesting is when you have a guy that's like, oh, I love Jahan Dotson. This guy's a star. He's going to go in the first round. And it's like, well, do you have a similar love for Sky Moore? Or why have we separated these – you know, why have we focused on Dotson as the guy you love and not Sky Moore? Um, and it's the same – I would ask myself the same question, right, which is what is it about Sky Moore that separates him from Jahan Dotson? Because, again, a lot of the things you would endure Sky Moore for – you could also make the case for Dotson. Now, I think there are a few, and I would bring them up, but generally I think that people get themselves into trouble that way. Like, particularly when you look rounds two, three, four in this draft, there's a whole load of wide receivers that look very similar. And it's like to each other. 
To each other. I got you. Yeah, yeah. And I you're like, you. well, I like these guys. I don't like these guys. Like, well, why? I think a lot of the separators in those rounds, it's like Taekwon Thornton runs sub 4-3. So it's like, all right, I'll, I'll take that sure, guy round but, three or four because he's got something different. But generally, I think people sometimes fall into that trap a little bit of you just decide you like a guy and then you can come up with reasons why you like him. But those reasons don't necessarily separate him from other players yeah. that you don't like as much. And sometimes articulating why there are those differences is difficult. Tampa Bay. This mock draft is fantastic right now. The Bucks, if, if the Bucks were going in trying to fill their need at left guard, they will, they will be upset, I think, that Zion Johnson, <laughs> Kenyon Green, and Tyler Smith just went in three out of the last four picks. Hmm. Uh, Ryman doesn't project to go to play guard. Uh, so as far as who gone. can be an option here, I think Devontae Wyatt, interior defensive line, I would put Devontae Wyatt and Travis Jones in there because they've got some – they could use more depth. Dude, Travis Jones lining up next to um, Vita Vea would be – And they could do – like Jones is a different type of player, right, like yeah. we were talking about. Um, Try running on that, though. <clears throat> Lewis Seen – so I think the safeties are in play, too, with Lewis Seen. They've been maybe linked to him a little bit. Now, is this where we put a running back in there? Wow. Do you put a Brees Hall in as an option here? Speed in the backfield. Let's do it. Would they consider um, – anyway. Would, would they consider receiver? Like, Would they consider like a George Pickens? They're already loaded with Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, but you just take a shot. Because yeah. of the de- you know because you don't want to have but it's possible the- I didn't put that in the uh, poll so it's not going to happen this time but sure it's an option it is an option this is I mean there are a few teams now where we've come across the pick and the draft has not fallen in an ideal scenario for those teams I would say this is another one where Tampa Bay probably wants to fit that spot fill that spot on the offensive line there's no real yeah. way of doing it here the two offensive linemen that would be top are Ryman. A pure tackle, Linderbaum, a pure center. Um, and we've seen them move Ryan Jensen before to guard, and that hasn't worked particularly well. So they're, they're not taking either of those guys. Well, the other interesting thing, too, is they took uh, Joe Tryon Shoyinka. Yes. Right? Well and you have Shaq Barrett locked up. I could see them drafting an edge rusher. Do you think, you, you think they might go with, an, with another one there? It's possible. Because um, you've got Karloftis on the board. That next tier of edge rushers tier. is pretty interesting, whether it's Boye Mafe, um, Arnold Ebiketti, uh Drake Jackson, Ebiketti's Nick, my guy. I Nick want Benito. There, I, I think how that group is ranked is, is all over the place as well. Like a Jabo at some point is <laughs> in the conversation as well. Do you see our friend Drew Rosenhaus? Tweeting, yes, uh, tweeting, tweeting through one of the uh, the mouthpieces that uh, Drake Jackson could could be a, a first round pick. Yeah, I mean, so obviously it's it's Drew Rosenhaus tweeting that. So of course, <laughs> on the other hand, my like, client looks like one of the best thirty two players in the draft. I could see that, right? Like he's yeah. ranked way lower than that. I think he's like sixty or something on the consensus board. But when you throw on Drake Jackson's tape, he has more of those plays. The the textbook play that everybody wants to see from an edge rusher, right? That Von Miller dip and bend to the outside and run the arc around a tackle, lightning quick. Robert Quinn as well. Those plays. Drake Jackson has more of those and more picture perfect than anybody else in this draft class. So if that's what you're looking for, like if you're a team that's that, that, I want to replicate what Robert Quinn does. If that's what your target is for a speed edge rusher, 
Drake Jackson would be very high on your board. And you could see people having Drake Jackson over Boye Mafe. And yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, Katie and some of those other guys, right? Devontae Wyatt, by the way, that's the pick. By a landslide. By a landslide for the Tampa Bay Bucks there because that was the, uh, those are the options that we gave. Puts the Green Bay Packers up on the clock. First time around, they got Traylon Burke, so they did get a receiver from Arkansas. They've been linked to edge defender. you got to put Karloftis up for this one as well. Got to put Ryman up for this one as well. Again. Poor Again. Ryan. Linderbaum? Could they go? So they drafted a center. Josh Myers last year drafted a center in the second round. Right. To play. He's not Linderbaum. I think Travis Jones. And do they double up? Do, they, do we put Pickens in this as well? Or Sky Moore? Do you double up at receiver? So Ryman, Karloftis. I think there's Pickens. a lot of options here for the Packers. And it's not because they have massive holes, but it's like they have enough places where they yes. can upgrade. Ryman, Karloftis, give me two more. I think Linderbaum should be in the conversation. At this point, the value is too good. Over doubling up a receiver or a Travis Jones? Well, not necessarily doubling, but you need well, there's one more now. So either Travis Jones or give me a receiver. Oh, um, I'm put Pickens. Okay. Pickens or more. Pickens. Pickens is different than Traylon Burks. They're both yes. big, though. I mean, they're both different from Traylon Burks. And they're both different from Traylon Burks. Sure. That's your four. Ryman, Linderbaum. You really put Linderbaum in there. You just... Dude, Linderbaum is the Just best center we've seen come into the NFL in more than half a decade. So what? So that's important. That's useful. And it's pick number 28. Yeah, it's, it's important for pick 31. He's going to the Bengals here in this mock draft. I'll tell you that. He's going to go to the Bengals at 31. That's where he's going to go. And that might be the right fit. I hope the chat ignores you and drafts him. I'm going I'm to I'll, I'll, I'll vote for Linderbaum. I'm one of the 11%. Because everyone else, Carl Loftus, the, the slide is over. 38 volts, 128 volts in, and I'm, I'm calling for Carl Loftus already. Now it's close. Pickens could make a comeback here. It's between George Pickens and George Carl uh, Loftus here for the Packers. Do you want to double up a receiver? We're going to play fantasy football. Who's going to lead you to a championship more? George Carl Loftus and what he could become or George Pickens? It's one of the Georges. It's Pickens. Or no, it's not. It's Carl Loftus. Carl it's Carlos's. No, go Pickens and Burks, no, man. You no. had such an opportunity, Packers. Because I already clicked Carloftis. I did too. Carloftis is the pick. The slide's over. He's going to the Packers. That puts the Chiefs up on the clock. Back-to-back picks here. So it could be the same group. Minus, you know, you had one. Boye Mafe's got to be a part of this. They've been linked to him quite a bit. I mean, I would say the receivers have to be. Pickens and Sky Moore. And probably Dotson, right? And Dotson? Yeah. I mean, I think if we like Sky Moore at this point, I think generally people what do we, like how about, John Dotson. What if, we just, what if we do one that's like all the receivers and one that's all the edges, and they're going to come away with a receiver and an edge, and we feel that's what they're going to – because they, I guess they could go corner. Who's the fourth so, receiver? I Maybe it doesn't have to be four receivers. We just give them three. Okay, Boye Mafe, who's your, who are your three edges? Arnold Ebiketti? Uh Definitely Ebiketti. I don't uh, need to know how to spell that. It's Ebiketti. Uh, E E B E B I K E B I T I E T E K I E. Perfect. Okay, got it. Uh, who else? Boy, We're just Maffey, looking at Mafe and uh, Nick Benito. Nick Benito or Drake Jackson because Drew Rosenhaus said he could go in well, the first round. Both. Nick. Uh, there we go. Chiefs are taking an edge, and then they're going to take a receiver. Ajabo could go. David Ajabo too. It's too late though. You just sent out. You just sent everybody. Yeah, two different polls. George Pickens, Sky Moore, Jahan Dotson for one. Boye Mafe, Abakati, Nick Benito, Drake Jackson House. Mm-hmm. Ah, I see what you did there. 
I see what you Dax Hill. Yeah. Here's the other thing, too. They could go secondary. We don't want to completely ignore the secondary. Corner's an issue. This they is also- lose Tyron Matthew, so Daxton Hill's that type of player. Lewis Seen would be a really good player in that system. That's also another spot where, like, David Ajabo could be in play, even with the Achilles injury. Yeah. This is what's interesting about the Chiefs' selection here, right? Because we talked about them potentially moving up for that one player. Yeah. But holes on the line, holes at receiver. They do have plenty of draft picks. You fill those later, but it's not like they're going to be sitting here and, you know, missing needs here. Ebicati's my guy, man. Uh-huh. I would go with him there. He's not going to win, though. Nope. Boye Mafe. Boye Mafe. We're calling it for, for Mafe. If Mafe's the first pick here, and then we're going to pick a receiver. Um, you put three receivers in there. Throw a DB in there, though. A, who? What? You only put three receivers in this next poll. Yes. Put a DB in there, too, just to give him a uh, K or Defensive either. back. Yeah. I thought you were naming a player. I was like, what? A, a defensive back okay. is what I'm saying, yeah. Well, okay. Give so Mafe's going first i can't wait till we get to round seven this is give tyler a defensive bank to throw in there and add kair elam does he know that you sent him two polls i believe so i don't believe the man is dumb but i don't know he's got to do a lot of things here so it's pickens sky Moore, jahan dotson did he put did he post it yet no Look, there's a guy in the uh, in the chat giving it the uh, the Steve plan of we need to double down at edge. Ooh, big double down guy. Yeah, at the right positions though, I wouldn't do it at edge. Wouldn't do it at edge. <laughs> Go receiver here or that one cornerback could be a Kair, Kair Elam, Abraham Elam's son, which I didn't know until like yesterday. You were into their stories, right? Yeah, Abraham Elam has a wild story backstory. Man's seen some stuff. Look at that, Tyler's the man here. Is this where George Pickens goes? You know, so um, Kair Elam has weirdly short arms for a dude who excels in press coverage. Yeah. Which kind of shows that, look, like arm length is important, but it's not everything. I mean, that guy is able to get into a chest plate of a receiver. There's a couple ways to press, though, right? Like, I don't want to misspeak here, but did Revis make a ton of actual physical contact when he pressed, or is he just a great at mirroring? Certainly off the line. Revis's contact came once the guy was in phase. Yeah, that's what I mean. So, like, it wasn't like he wasn't like some dudes. Like, Asamoah would pop a dude, yeah. right, and use his length and, and just know how to, like, throw them off. You can play press by mirroring. So, But, he, uh, but Kyrie Elam does jam receivers at the line a lot and yet I, is able to do it successfully. I thought he was off balance a lot in press. I thought he was kind of hit or miss when he played press. But... Somebody uh, in my mentions the other day talking about Hutchinson was trying to make the argument that that uh, it's uh, when you when you factor in wingspan, it's like a six and a half inch difference between Hutchinson and Trayvon Walker. I was trying to point out that there's no like pass rush move that relies on a guy being an albatross and like that <laughs> length being the important one. No, it's usually a one arm. Like, even the one arm long arm thing, it's it's one arm. It's yeah. that thirty two inch length, not the not the seventy four, whatever we're talking about. By the way, George Pickens is the choice for the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay. What if we just give the Bengals Tyler Linderbaum as an option? Just Tyler, just four Tyler Linderbaums. Yeah. Which one wins? So they just signed Lyle Collins. They don't need another tackle. Linderbaum has to be the option here, one of the options. Uh, linebacker could be in play. I, Linderbaum is. Kyrie Elam is an option. Oh, yeah. I like Elam here for them. Uh, oh, Kyler Gordon. Yes. We're forgetting about Kyler Gordon a little bit in some Kyler of these Gordon. corner moves here. And who's the fourth guy you want to give them? Could they be in the edge market? 
Yeah, I, I mean, I think the Bengals, pretty much anything is in play. So so Daxton Hill or Arnold Epicady? Any of those defensive backs. Seen, Hill, Petrie, um, like almost anything is on the table for Cincinnati. I would, I'll go not safety. Oh, so let's say corner. You said Elam? We've already given them Elam and Gordon's Gordon. options. Linderbaum. Let's go with, uh, one more. let's go with Epicady just to give them an edge option here. And then the Lions are up at 32. Look at what this is faster than we would have done it, Sam. <laughs> this is way faster. Tyler, you're a champ, man. You're awesome. Logan Hall. A lot of people are Logan Hall in it. Uh, yeah, should... yeah. That's a popular one for Cincinnati, actually, recently. Probably should have put that in the poll. If enough people shout Logan Hall in the chat, we might. If over, enough over. people, let's. Can we? Should we redo it? <laughs> if enough people shout Logan Hall, we'll choose him. Go ahead. There's a lot of people shouting Logan Hall. They don't want Linderbaum, huh? No, people hate Linderbaum. It's, people are going to be people are going to regret it. Nick Benito. People want Lin, Lin, uh, Benito. Hall six six two eighty three. Mm-hmm. He is the prototype old school three four defensive end as far as his size goes. But mm-hmm. like fire low out of your stance, penetrator. Like he does a lot of things really well. Houston's had this run right. I mean Peyton Turner last year, and they've they've had this run of just really athletic. Defensive lineman. Do we go away from the? So I think Linderbaum, enough, people, enough people are shouting Logan Hall that we might need to overrule the poll. But Linderbaum is crushing it. All right, Tyler, don't put a pick in yet. Don't put a pick in yet. I think it's Logan Hall. We have sixty-four percent Linderbaum. You want a fifty-fifty? You want to set a new poll? Linderbaum new poll. Versus Hall. New poll. Tyler Linderbaum and Logan Hall. Let's do it. Okay. Linderbaum versus Hall. We're calling an audible here. We got to do it. It's got to be scientific. Since of pick course. two, it's been scientific here. Yeah, yeah. Or whatever it's been. There it is. Linderbaum or Hall. I know which way I'd go. It's 50 50 so far. It's really close. Yes. On like two votes, presumably. How much coffee am I going to drink today? Quite a lot. You got your morning coffee. Speaking of coffee, and then somebody reached out. Coffee. It wasn't Nespresso. They didn't reach out to us. Nespresso did not reach out to but us. Somebody but somebody else did. Um, do we give them publicity right now? Because he's going to send us some coffee, so why not? Yeah. Death Wish. Death Wish Coffee. Yeah. I mean, immediately, I'm intrigued. Death Wish yeah. Coffee. You know? It's the strongest coffee around, they tell me. The strongest We appreciate coffee. the... Um, we're going to get back to you, Death Wish Coffee. We absolutely will. And uh, look, we like free things. I mean, we like coffee as well. We really like coffee. Yeah. Powered by coffee. We, we Tonight, I'll be by powered coffee. by Nespresso and whatever we have in the machine upstairs here right. at the offices. But I'm happy to be powered by Death Wish. We will absolutely point. drink that coffee. Oh, you're already throwing them up there. They're not, paying, they're not paying for this yet, yeah, Tyler. Come on, man. Back, Tyler. Come I'm on. just kidding. If, talk about them. I'm not sure I'd run their ad live on the show. That's fine. No, I mean, it's for free coffee. Tyler, you get some, too. You get some, too. Who, who won? What, what was the 236 poll? votes are in, and it is Linderbaum. Oh, see, the chat lied. Wow, by a lot. The chat lied. Linderbaum wins 72%. Mm. Tyler Linderbaum that is the just shows how bad the mock would have been if we just stuck with your yeah, plan. Yeah, just, staring at the chat's it's a just, terrible it's idea. Just ballpark how many names are coming in from this like yeah. spam of Hey, you live, you learn. <laughs> All I know is this is gonna be our, our most watched episode in a while. All right. Now people love this. Detroit, they got Aiden Hutchinson at number two. We keep saying they're playing with house money. What the hell do they do at this pick? Okay, so, so I'm gonna all give of the you... quarterbacks outside of those first two are around. I'll give them 
Desmond Ritter is an option, right? Because Kenny Pickett's off. So the first of all, is that the quarterback that they would be interested in at this spot? Uh, so here's what I would say. I've seen them linked a little bit to linebacker and safety. So I would say Nicobe Dean, Lewisine, the two Georgia players, give them a linebacker and a safety option, and then the two quarterbacks, maybe Desmond Ritter and Sam Howell. Would they be a team that takes a gamble on a guy like David Ajabo? No, I don't think so. Even though? Even though they have Hutch yeah. on one side? Well, I mean, it's not like they don't have a big need there. No. Their job was the home run. They're not going to replicate the Michigan, Michigan fellas. Keep them both in town. No. They're not. Well, you're just a killjoy. I was re-watching the 2001 NFL draft yesterday just for fun. Okay. Weird like that. Yeah. Uh, Lions were picking at like 13. It was Matt Millen's first selection for the Lions, and they went Michigan boy Jeff Backus, right? Who went back to back with uh, Steve Hutchinson? No relation, no relation. Steve Hutchinson at 12, Jeff Backus at 13, whatever it was. But what I found interesting is the uh, I think it was Joe Theismann was like Drew Brees could be in play here for the Lions. They really like Drew Brees, but this might be too high for him. Yeah, Lions could have Drew Brees in the dome. Who was their QB? It was it. Joey Charlie Harrington? Batch. So then they were debating, like, you got to do well by Charlie Batch. You got to get him some help. You got to do Charlie that. Batch feels left out here. And they got him some protection, Jeff Backus. So who are the QBs you want to put in here? I would put Desmond Ritter and Sam Howell. The other not, one's Matt Corral. Corral. But, um, Desmond Ritter, it's Sam Howell. A boring group of four people, but all right. And what do you want to do with 32? I mean, look, I just think this 32, it's time. Oh, to- you could have put, put, put a good. Put a, uh, that's good words. Kyler Gordon. <laughs> Uh-huh. Almost had a moment there. Yeah. Could have had Kyler Gordon. Why do we have him so low on our board? He's pretty good. He's all right. He's at 58. He's all right. The repo man. The what? It's the repo man. Yeah. Remember? Hides. Yeah. Plays yeah. robber when he's not supposed to. Just, yeah, crouches down the field, hopes somebody finds him. Gordon's got some some great plays on tape, too. How's this chat? How's this? Uh, I can't believe you're not interested in the Jabo. No, I'm not. A double dip doesn't want to take. A oh, this one's close on a special talent. Three players within two percentage points. Desmond. Oh, they're all in the twenties right now. <laughs> I'm just. This is intense. It's all in the twenties. Where are we going here? Oh, Sam Howell's taking the lead. Let's go. Sam Howell is at twenty nine percent. Nicobe Dean at twenty eight percent. Desmond Big. Ritter twenty five. It's flipping. Arm. Sam Howell might be pulling away here. Deep ball specialist. Twelve votes to go. Get your votes in. Get your votes in. For the Detroit Lions here at 32. Maybe they could play Jared Goff for most of the plays and then wheel out Sam Howell when they need to sh- take, you know, take, a, take a shot. One more vote. It's going to be over here. Uh, yeah, Sam Howell's, no, Sam Howell's going to be your fullback. Oh, that's true. The way he yeah, runs. Yeah. It's your fullback. Oh, now we've got some trick plays involved. <sighs> I meant to send you this video of Howell. There's a fourth and one get, where Georgia Tech stops him and they like pick him up and carry him backwards. Huh. I probably already mentioned that. There it is. It's done. Sam Howell. All right. Is the pick. Sam Howell goes in the first round. Chris in the chat says he's a poor man's Baker, Baker Mayfield. People say that just because he looks like him. Like, there's almost nothing, there's nothing similar like about Howell the games whatsoever. Baker, play yeah. style-wise. Nothing at all. Got to be serious here. Do you want to quickly give picks for yeah. teams that don't have first-rounders? Because we get that a lot. Yeah, let's do it. Now, unfortunately, we'll have to start a new mock draft to do that. And that's going to get awkward. You want to oh, yeah, my mock up? draft's over. Well, you fire one up. I'm going to save this image. Yeah. BFF NFL people mock draft. <laughs> NFL people mock draft. How, far, how deep do we have to go for the, first, for the last team? Who picks last? The Rams? 104. So we need at least a three-round mock to get to them. 
Yikes. Are you going to fire it up or am I? I'm firing one up. All right, so I'll just monologue for a little bit. I just, all right, let's review how the first get round. to the Rams? So you have to input all of the first-round picks that we just oh, did? I'm not doing that. Let's put it to a poll. Hang on. Do you the want first, us to do – why don't we just talk through? Chicago. Chicago is the first team. They pick at 39. That will be easier. Right. Hold no, because we're going to sim. So just select all the second-round teams. We'll sim everything in between. We're not going to select everybody, obviously. We can do this. We can do this. Sim. Okay, all right, all right, all right. All right, what do you people like? What do you guys like about this mock? This is Way good. Too many teams. We're not even two hours in to our two-hour podcast. So we have plenty of time to crank this out. We appreciate everybody for tuning in. Special thanks to uh, Manscaped, of course, for all of their support here during uh, draft season. Support. <laughs> yes, support. They're, they're, they're athletic supporters. That's what I mean. And then um, you could work for Manscaped. The, the re- another right. little reset here, all right? This is, this is fun. This is a lot of fun. Stick with us here. We're going to do some second rounders and third rounders in a second here. I want to remind you about this elite deal, 50% off using Draft 50, 50% off PFF Elite. If you sign up right now, PFF is offering a second year for free if a running back goes in the first round. A running back has gone in the first round every year since 2014. This means if Kenneth Walker, Brees Hall, whoever, sneaks into the first round, you're going to get two years of PFF Elite Annual, a $400 value for just 100 bucks if you use the promo code DRAFT. 50. So go ahead and do that. Don't forget our live show here on YouTube tonight, Friday night, Saturday throughout the day, Sunday recap show, and then the PFF NFL podcast. We're going to be live here on YouTube right after the draft here tonight. All right, Chicago's up. You did it? You input all the picks? No, God, no. They're, they're just, I'm simming that. They're up. Oh, you just simmed. Okay, okay, I gotcha. So who are the options here? Well, because um, I can't get back into... You don't have the image saved? Like, who's... I have the image saved, yeah. Okay. So who do you have for options there? Well, defensive backs are around, right? The Kyla Gordon, the the Daxton Hill, Jalen Petrie guys. Those, I like Brisker. You, of course you'd like Brisker. Uh, those guys are around. That group of edge rushers. I don't know what that group rusher. is. Drake Jackson? Drake Jackson, Ebiketti we didn't draft, right? He's oh, I'd go Ebiketti or uh, Brisker would be my pick there. All right. Add them to the poll. So we're going to do a poll for each team? Yeah, yeah. We're just standard like we've been doing it. All right. Bears pick. It's coming up here. We got some options. Nobody leave. Stick with us. Wide receiver? Yeah, yeah. Definitely wide receiver. Sky Moore and alignment. Any any good linemen still available? We never – did we get – was Ryman still available? He might be. I don't think we selected him. Pull up your picture. Where's your picture? Uh, Come on, damn it. There's no Ryman here. So we we burn our – Let's pretend Ryman's available. (laughs) Let's pretend – well, yeah, because there's been other picks in between our picks and everything, you know? Oh, yeah, that's true. That's how you see yeah. it, yeah. All right, there's your four. Can't get over this guy's setup. It's mad. Crazy stuff. Love it. Yeah, I need this. I need this for my Sunday. I need it for draft night. I like that quite a bit. Yep. Uh, who's up after the Bears? The, then the Colts, right, at 41? Uh, 42, sorry, a few picks later. Who are the next receivers available for the Colts? I mean, whoever. If they, need, uh, they need a left tackle. So if Ryman doesn't get selected here, we could throw him up there. Also, yep. There All we right. go. There's your poll. It is Katie. Up. I'm going Katie here for the Bears. We don't want an edge. We just traded Khalil Mack. Robert Quinn's no spring chicken. Spring. Sky Moore chicken. jumps out to a quick lead. That's 43%. Sky I would take Moore's Sky Moore good. at second round here. 
the receiver situation for the Bears, not just for this year, but for next year as far as guys under contract, not great. Look, there's, a, there's an actual Austrian in the chat that says, put Ryman's name in Google Translate, put it on German, and hear the pronunciation. The A is different, but the rest is of your version. The rest of our version is good. Okay. So it's a different A, but the rest is good. Ryman. I don't know. I'm, well, I'm going to do that at the end of this. This is at viewer's choice. 130 votes in. It's Sky Moore, 45%. It looks like he's going to be the guy. This is how they call. This is how they call elections, right? You're just like, yeah, not everything's in, but you can't make up the difference. Um, yeah. Sky Moore. I don't think but Ryman's second. Did you do the translate thing yet? Not yet. I'm, I'm there. Hang on. Who's who's one? Who, 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 who? Sky Moore is going to be the winner here. Okay. Sky Moore to the Bears. I don't have to input anything. That's great. Sky Moore is the pick for the Bears in the second round. Puts the Colts on the clock somewhere in the 40s. Yep. 42. Uh, so give them the Austrian tackle. <laughs> um, did Lewis Seen get picked yet? I mean, uh, sort of up in the air. Maybe. He did. Corner? He did Kyler his- Gordon. Give him No, because they just signed Gilmore. I think those, those hybrid DBs are still around in this. Um, there's a group of edge rushers. This is the Drake Jackson world. Josh Pascoe. He just went edge first two picks last year. Scene is still available. I think safety. They do have decent young safeties. Let's give him Scene. What other receivers here? Uh, I mean, receiver. Sky Moore's gone now, so. Yeah. In this particular. Oh, Dotson. Dotson is still around. Uh, and then one more pick. Um, do they need a guard, too? Any guards available at this point? Are they in the quarterback market in round two? Um, Matt Corral mm, is available. No. A lot of teams don't, or don't work on Matt Corral around this kind of area. Yeah, I, I know we've said that. I don't think On our are. particular mock, let me just, David Ajabo is still around. Let me start my own mock and get some better views here. David Ajabo? No? Yeah. yeah. I mean, no, because they just dropped. They went... Michigan Edge last year. Imagine Quiddy yeah, Pay, so Ajabo, and uh, Hutchinson all on the same team. Yeah, but like at some point, somebody is drafting David Ajabo. Yeah, just not the Colts. It's one of the other teams that we're not drafting for right now. I'm just putting them in the uh, Leo the options, and there's nothing you can do about it. Quay Walker's available in this version that I just fired up. Not in reality, though. Roger McCreary. Roger McCreary. It's too late. Uh, so what were we doing here? Who's next after the Colts? Let's see. I'll just pick anybody. And for the Colts, so the uh, Browns are up next after that. Hey, you know what, Willis, will we see what Google Translate says about Ryman? I do. Ryman. Ryman. Quay Walker's available in this version. Uh, shut up. Ryman. i got to mute you before I can hear Ryman. All right, here we go. If only you could. No, I got it. I got it. I got you. Shut up. Rayman. Rayman. That's what I said before, wasn't it? Pretty close to what we've been saying. Rayman. I think that's, yeah. Rayman. We, we Americanize it by just saying Rayman. So it's pretty much what we've been saying. There's a slight, you know, inflection thing on the A that, we're, that you need to be German. To so that's a Renner. I, I don't think Renner's problem is that Renner is incorrectly saying it. I think it's that it's been anglicized or Americanized. Not enough votes here for the Colts. No, no Colts fans in here. There's only, only 99 votes. Oh, Dotson just took the lead. Jahan Dotson has taken the lead 
over Lyman. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way it was said, right? <laughs> Just making sure I get it correct. We here. should clip. We should clip the actual Google Translate thing for when he's drafted later today, and just just hit that as like a hotkey every time it comes up. <laughs> Bernard, ooh, is that a hint? He's going to get drafted later today or tomorrow? I mean, today I don't. Tomorrow. I haven't. I'm not able to see the future, so I I don't know. I don't have any inside information here. Well, some people did on Quay. Oh, apparently, allegedly. Oh man, Dotson and. Uh, the tackle it's close we call it for dotson five percent with 40 votes to go the chat's dying yeah the people don't care about the colts nobody people cares about second round this is why we don't mock second rounders people leave yeah but then when we don't everyone complains we never gave him a pick dropped my pen while i'm on the solo shot that's good yeah it's drafting look tyler's got some stuff working we're here. working on like six hours sleep all weekend here so it's gonna be great it's a 1% difference. I know. We're almost there. Come on. Keep voting. Keep voting. 178. Let's go. Let's get Ryman, it to 200. Ryman is a left tackle. Braden Smith is definitely locked in at right tackle. Ryman played left tackle in college. Mm-hmm. Very well, in fact. 34 to 33% here. <laughs> Please never break these two up. Uh, I just looked at the screen momentarily, and you weren't there. It was just your chair. Oh, it was just me. <laughs> Just getting my pen. Just getting my pen. 188 votes. It's still 1% different. Come on, people. Of course, there's a lag, so it's not actually 188 votes when this, you know, people hear that. No, no. Yeah. Should probably stop referencing the number of votes because we're like a minute out. And now it's tied. Great. I won't tell you how many votes. one vote left. Allegedly. It's tied as I'm looking in real time. Ago. As I'm looking at it right now, it's tied. Oh. There it is. Ryman takes the lead at the last Ryman second. Ryman is the pick. That for the Colts. Very, uh, that sounded very um, bobsled. Uh, yeah. No. Jamaican. Um, the dude from Rocky. Which one? The Polly? Russian. Oh, Drago? Drago. God. The hell's wrong with my brain? That's him. Yeah. That means for me. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Remember? Great. He, did, he said, I'm, I'm done with you. I'm doing it for me. Uh-huh. All right. Browns, 44. Tyler, who do you want for the Browns? All the edges. Yeah, Tyler, you got any thoughts here? <laughs> Nick Benito, Drake Jackson, Kingsley, Enigbari. Do they want a receiver? Uh, who? We still have Sky Moore available, right? Or did we no, we gave him to the Bears. Okay. And Jahan Dotson's available, though, because we didn't draft him just then. Oh, yeah, Dotson. I like that. Uh, we need one more. Who's our last guy? I just uh, all the Enigbari, Benito. You want to give all three? Just yeah. three edge rushers, and then I mean, when you look at their team, Stephen Weatherly is in Porter Gustin and Chase Winovich. Why you gotta hate? I like Winovich though. They're gonna they're gonna make some moves with Winovich. Defensive tackle could have been in play there too. As Travis Jones well, is gone though. Tough can't. All right, let's go Browns fans. And then the next one is a big pick zone, quickly. Right? What's the next one? Uh, so I'm going to take Benito. That's my guy. You're gonna Browns are going to like Benito, too. Could have said Brisker. Is he still? No, he's gone by now. Our next one up is San Francisco at 61. Oh, what the heck? Bottom of the second round. Uh, in my version, I have Enigbari, 
available there for the Niners? At 61? Yeah. So do I, actually. Cam Taylor-Britt, if they want to go corner, would they go corner? Oh, they need a guard, right? Yeah. Dylan Parham. I like a lot. He's so small, though, isn't he? 313. I sent you that yesterday. He was listed at 285. He weighed in at 313. He's tiny. It's 313. How'd that man get to 313? A lot of water. (laughs) A lot of water. (laughs) But you don't need it. It's the Shanahan. Shanahan scheme. You can be 200 and still block people. I don't think that's true. I don't think so either. How's the chat? How's How's the voting going? Benito's in the lead. Over Jahan Dotson here for the Cleveland Browns in the second round. Again, it's draft day. We're all excited here. We Benito would be a flaky pick. Look, Benito's a little high for, compared to the consensus board, but he's good. Yes. Oh, dude, I, I think good. he's dramatically undervalued given how good he is at rushing the passer. We might need to cut down the threshold of votes for the second and it's third round picks. But if they're also close is the problem. I know. But instead of grinding to 200, we might need to just pick a lower number and cut it off. All right. We're a minute in, so... Cut it off. Dotson is the pick at 30, 37%. Just over Benito. So throw Benito out there for the, for the Niners. Next, D Ford. Now, 61. You have... We still, I have Enic Barry as well, so let's go with that. I chose Benito, so he's not there. Dylan Parham's available. I have uh, Jalen Tolbert available, which would be an interesting snag. Oh, yeah, absolutely. 49ers here, Tyler. 49ers are up. Um, You want to put Parham in there? Yeah. Is that it? Chad Muma? You wanted to give him the corner as well. uh, Taylor Britt. Oh, Cam Taylor Britt. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. Those are your options, Niners fans. Done. Easy. That was simple. All right, let's, uh, I'll, take, I'll pretend Taylor Britt's the pick. And then who's my next team? Oh, the Broncos at 64. Let's get the Broncos ready. You can go Zach Tom, Chad Muma, Dylan Parham. <laughs> they just got Randy Gregory, but they could still use an, an Igbari. Add all those guys, depending on what happens here. What's going to happen in the, sh- in, the, in the chat here? Leo Chanel, mm. I've been told. It is. Is it's, the pronunciation. Uh, weirdly. Feels like if you wanted to, to be pronounced Chanel, you should spell it Chanel. Is this, um, is this the best podcast we've done all week? Certainly today. It's losing, it's losing a little uh, Yeah, it's, it's, it's the energy. second and third round is getting to be a grind. You know? That's what happens, though. That's what happens the, with the real draft. The See, they're also close. I'm ready to call it after 59 votes, but it's it's close. The Browns do need defensive tackle, David, from the chat. I did. Space on that. I did a little bit. I caught it later. <laughs> All defensive line, really, for the Browns. <clears throat> Your pick for the Browns sucks. I mean. Sweet. All right. Look, sometimes teams make bad picks. Sean Dawson's a good player. Boss loves him. Chris loves him. Once we get to 100 votes, I'm calling it. Okay. Harm's in the lead. We've hit 100 votes. Call it. Parm's in the lead. Dylan Parm. He's the pick. Just firing up his tape last night. Chad Muma to the Broncos. The people are already talking about in the chat. We just do that. Giving teams players that don't fit at all. What are you talking about, Ray Ray? These, these guys all fit. Denver. Denver's Chad up. Muma. Inigbari. Um, Zach Tom. We already gave him Parm. 
to another team. Who else for Denver? Kellen Deesh. We're way too high on him compared yeah. to the consent. Uh, Darian Kennard. At Darian Kennard there. What? He's number 79 on our board. Anikbari, who else? All of them, you want to know? What? Yeah. Chad Muma. Are we way too high on uh, Asamoah? Possibly. Gadecki, Luke Gadecki, to play guard. And um, I don't know. We already did an edge. Darian Kennard, a tackle slash guard. I don't know. Uh, it's a lot harder to predict. We're making up scenarios here. Right. Making up scenarios is what's happening. Let me go to my Denver depth chart here. Ooh, Marcus Jones is here. Marcus Jones. I like Marcus Jones. I, I don't know if Bryce he goes. Callahan? He's not going to go this high. Bottom of the second? They got K1 Williams. Bottom of the second? So they've signed Billy Turner. You have Graham Glass. Gal, go. Glasgow, Glasgow. But I think they could use some offensive line depth there. I don't think either of those guys. Okay. Get locked in. Can't believe you're hating on. Zach Tom could play center. Maybe take over for Cushenberry. So he moved up to so uh, got, average last year. We got Anikbari, Muma, Gadecki. Who else? We haven't done this yet. No. Uh tight end. Is there a tight end available? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, go the best tight end available here. Right. They traded Fant. They did. Maybe lose the um, – add more defensive linemen instead of offensive linemen here for the Broncos. I, I just – I'm just putting in who you tell me to put in. Tell me more defensive linemen if you want more defensive linemen. Um, and which offensive lineman you're losing, Muma or Gadecki? Lose Gadecki. Right. And give me Cameron Thomas. Edge out of San Diego State. Favorite of Austin's. One of Austin's favorites. Former, uh, well, current, I guess. Uh, San Diego State Aztec. Oh, gosh, I just did a two-round mock. Oh, we're not doing the third-round team. I have the third round. I have it. I have it. I don't even have it's my here. mock. I don't have my stuff sorted out now. It's not important. We've come this far. We have to go the final. We got, what, the Raiders the and Rams? Step. Who's left? The Rams are certainly last. The Raiders. It's a great mock draft. Next up, uh, we got to get rid of them. He already did them. Jones is like 5'6", day three. Yeah, I mean, he's short, but he's 5'7". That inch is important when you're that, that size. I mean, look Don't at hate um, on the man. The Boise State guy for the Rams. The, uh, Dante Dion? Yeah, Dante Dion. Very equal as well. So we got the Raiders, Dolphins, and Rams. Yes, Raiders 86. Do a four-round mock here just to be safe. Start the draft. Raiders at 86. Let's figure out some options here for the Raiders. On this particular Sam that I'm doing, Gadecki is still there. They need offensive line help. Yep, Gadecki. Kalendish is still there. Add him. Marcus Jones is still there. Yes, he is. I'm never going to learn how to spell Dish's name properly. I like Jalen Armour Davis. Yeah. As a corner. Not... Not a terrible player. Danny Gray's there. Danny, about him love really. Danny Gray. Armor Davis. Armor Davis's name is confusing because he spells armor the way Europeans spell. He armor, does not the way Americans do it. 
Very confusing. Uh, right. Muma's going to be the guy here for the Broncos. Call it for Muma. Polls over, 52%. Chad oh. Muma to the Broncos. Right, Raiders, we have Gadecki, Deesh, Jalen Armour Davis. Anyone else you want to throw in there? Um, did we mention one other? Well, there was one other guy. Uh, how do they feel about... Let's throw our guy Marcus Jones in there just to do it. Our guy Marcus yeah. Jones. Why not? Marcus Jones is awesome. I didn't realize Donovan West. Is that a misspelling? <laughs> <laughs> he spells it Donovan. Did what? Like, uh, I got to figure out if this is a... This like is D-O-H? Yeah. Yeah. Don't! Like uh, Homer. Yeah. Nevin West. Feels unlikely that's a spelling mistake. Just a big Simpsons fan. I mean, by us at least. It's unlikely, but I had to check. <laughs> it's not. It's don't. Yeah. Nevin. All right. This is the good stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's really, it's Zion podcasting right now. You wanted to go all the way through here. I just, look, people hate when we don't. When we could, there's a, a quarter of the league hasn't got a first round pick. That's their fault. I agree. You just say Rams, Matthew Stafford, Raiders, Devontae Adams. I'm just Dolphins, saying Tyree we Hill. don't give those teams any kind of acknowledgement in yeah, these true. mock drafts. They love. get upset. It who's just after, turns out that when we do, people don't care. Who's after the Raiders? Uh, after the Raiders, it's got to be. Dolphins are next. At pick number. Welcome to the show, Donald Simmons, Raiders fan. But uh, go back and watch you're a little late, but it's fine. If you just joined the show. If everybody could just uh, throw the thumbs up there, too, if you enjoyed the show. We always appreciate that. It helps us, helps us grow. Pick helps us go viral. 102 from Miami. All right. Let's uh, pick somebody for – I'm just going to pick Carson Strong just to get him out of the way. I was honestly – I was going to suggest that for Miami. Oh, well, Carson Strong could yeah. be an option for Miami. That's actually an interesting one. But you got to do well by Tua here. Isn't doing well by Tua giving in the motivation of a big-armed statue? The opposite. Just the opposite yeah. of Tua coming in here. Look, the Tua thing didn't work, so we're going to swing back in the opposite direction and get a guy that can't move but has a cannon. So for the Dolphins, I know one of uh, the favorite picks for them is gone, which was uh, the Nebraska center, Jurgens. Kellen Deesh is still here in my particular sim. Yep, throw him in there. Throw him in the mix. What other? I mean, Marquise Hay, uh, Hayes, the guard from Oklahoma, is here for mine. Where else could they potentially go? Yeah, Hayes is still here in mine. Do they want to get at least some kind of contingency at corner so that at some point they can move on from the giant sums of money they're paying people? Cordell Flott. Is Flott available for you? Yep. Definitely throw him there. Armor Davis is still available for me here. Damari Mathis. Uh, who? Hang on. Who oh was? yeah, he's got Flott and Mathis, or or Armour Davis. Who was the other know. offensive lineman you put? You wanted to put in there? Uh, who did I say? Um, dude, give him Jelani Woods. Marquise Hayes was that who you wanted in there? Yeah, yeah, Marquise Hayes. Jelani Woods. Just watching him again yesterday. Six seven, just a monster target to go in the middle of the field here. Add more crazy targets to the Dolphins. Uh, Gadecki's the pick, by the way, for the Raiders. Oh, that's awesome. Michelle Austin. <laughs> would they, uh, yes, would the Dolphins take a running back? Yes, they could. James Cook? Add it. Yep. 
Oops. No, I think they no, they've they've added so much at running back. Don't put that in there. They've added so much at running back. I got a hard out in like three minutes here. Well, then you better hurry up. We got two more. Pe- who do you want? You have two more people. Do you have Armor Davis in there? Okay. And uh, no, no, done. That's the perfect. Four. And then the last one's the Rams. Yes, I'll take Armor Davis. Rams at pick number one. So the Rams four. could use a starting corner <laughs> and a starting guard. An ideal at a uh, pick number one hundred four. I know. I wonder if Deesh could kick into guard for them. If Miami doesn't take Hayes, he'll be there. They should just draft Jelani Woods. Oh, yes. That's definitely going into the... Uh, Rams. Jelani Woods. Um, D'Angelo Malone at edge. Damari Mathis at corner. And Marquise Hayes at guard. If he doesn't get selected here by the Dolphins. Who's leading that poll? Looks like Deesh. It's Deesh. To play tackle. 32 votes in, so. Deesh has taken the lead here. Now, where's this screenshot I have to send to Austin here? The people have spoken. Silence is good sometimes, I think. <laughs> yeah, in Silence audio is podcast. Silence good on a podcast. In audio podcast, people It's a different want. version of the podcast today. It's like we're all in this together. We're all working together. You hear that all the time. The one thing people want when, they, when they're listening to podcasts is just radio silence. When you get Dead speeches air. and stuff, you're actually supposed to. Like, it's very uncomfortable when you're talking and you're very silent in between stuff, but you're supposed to do that, I guess. I am not sure that that's true. Yeah, you have pointed silence, like t- directed Silence to kind of like let them silence for emphasis. Yeah. yeah, I'm not saying it's not like 20 seconds at a time or anything like that. I'm just saying, even if you're silent for like two seconds when you're the speaker, it's uncomfortable. Okay. But it's what you it's what you want here. It's what you do. Uh huh. All right. Is this how's this poll doing here? Oh, it's in. Kellen Deesh is the pick for the Dolphins. Puts the Rams up on the clock. Do you have your four options for the Rams? Uh, Jelani Woods. Marquise Hayes. Tamari Mathis. And D'Angelo Malone. An edge from Western Kentucky. You don't want to give him a wide receiver? Do you really? You want to I give him a receiver? Romeo Dubes is available. Put Dubes in there. Over which of the last two guys you named? Over um, D'Angelo Malone. Undersized edge to replace Oboe. They lost Oboe, right? Sorry if I don't remember every roster move right off the top of my head every single time. I mean, you can be sorry, but it won't won't stop the shame. I, uh... No, that's right. They picked up and Wosu. Oh, jeez, what just happened here? Wow. Did they pick up and Wosu, or did that just explode on me? Yeah, it just exploded. Hmm. Bobby Wagner's in. You get Justin Hollins, Leonard Floyd... As your edges. That's why I was thinking edge. Maybe D'Angelo Malone. But he's not really a great fit there. He was just next up on my board. Okay. So that's it. Let's once see. We, uh, once we get this poll done, then it'll be it. Last poll. Yep. Guard, edge, and cornerback. I got you, Spencer Miller. I got you. We just didn't get, um, we just didn't get an edge in there. It's called a pregnant pause. That's what somebody in the chat said. Yeah. We added Jelani Woods here, not because he needed a tight end. 
just because everyone be needs a six foot seven, two hundred seventy five pound tight end. So yes, I don't he care. Could be amazing. Watching Jelani Woods tape, all I said is I want him on my team. That's all I know is I want him on my team. Yep. Don't care. Runs fast too. He's not polished, but he's not clunky either. No, I mean he's got a lot of similarities in terms of like the guy was kind of trapped in a blocking first role for years, yeah, and then finally got a shot to be a feature part of an offense. Had really good production. It's a little bit like remember we we really liked George Kittle coming out. It was just it was such a small sample size of actual production. It was all projection. Like what can he be going forward? And when you you don't know, it's difficult to rank that guy really highly. Turns out with hindsight, we were way too low on Kittle, even though we really liked him. Right. There's a lot of similarities there with Woods that even though you're like, I mean, I really like what we see. There's so much projection involved. But, like, if he hits, it could be amazing. It's early in the poll still, but look, Jelani Woods is way ahead. He's the guy. Done. He's the guy that we would take for the Rams. Right. And, and this doesn't ma- it doesn't matter what you need. It doesn't matter about the roster holes Dude, that you still have. When you're you just, picking 104 in the draft, you take you traded six, away seven tight ends because you traded away all your good picks. You grab a Jelani Woods when he's available. Yeah. Uh, somebody asked a question. We'll answer one question from the chat. Where would Kadarius Tony rank among prospects this year if he came Where out would this he year? Rank amongst prospects this year. So. We weren't that high on him. We had him as a late first rounder last year. I think he's a late first rounder, which puts him. Wide receiver five? He is Sky in, Moore? Yeah, he's... Traylon Burks territory? On my rankings, I had Garrett Wilson, Alave, Jamison Williams, George Pickens, Drake London, Sky Moore. He is in that... Honestly, he's in that Traylon Burks bracket, right? A guy who has a weird yeah. deployment usage, a weird style, but has incredible talent. And where do you draft that? Like, I would say he should be basically alongside Traylon Burks. They're different types of players, but I think the ceiling and the... The difficulties in evaluating them both are similar. Perfect. I, like I said, that one ridiculous game against the Cowboys makes me just think, man, the potential is through the roof for Kadarius Tony. Yeah, it is. Because the different movement skills that he showed in college translated. That is always the question, right? Like, this guy looks fast. He looks quick. He looks big and strong in college. And then when you confirm it in the NFL, things are different. You know? Yes. His problem now is that, you know, this is now a team that essentially – seems to be want to give up on him after a year and there's been a lot of chatter about you know attitude issues or commitment to the cause and blah blah yeah. all that kind of crap right if that's true that's a difficult thing to get past the, the one thing i just wanted to finish on this about jelani woods again six foot seven 275 275 pound tight end who ran well um the tight end world into in today's nfl it's really like what there's five or six tight ends who are actual mismatch weapons and it's just a whole bunch of just eh, pretty good tight ends around the NFL. I think taking the chance to get a difference maker at tight end yeah. gives you an edge. Um, and in this class, there's Woods is the one guy I think that could be that person. Um, Trey McBride's a really good tight end, but he probably fits in with the other just decent good tight ends around the NFL. He's our tight end one. But Woods, like you want a, you want a guy that's a Darren Waller or a Travis Kelsey or a Gronk or whatever. So, it's also there's so few tight ends coming into the NFL every year that have pedigree or the complete pro, uh, profile, all these kinds of things. So like, if you're taking a shot at a tight end, you might as well grab a guy that has this kind of potential as opposed yeah. to just, well, here's a giant body that hasn't really got production and isn't the best athlete in the world, but he plays tight end. We need a tight end. Let's take him. 
Anyway, that's it for us. That's that's the final mock draft. We'll post this on Twitter, spread it around. We'll see if we can uh, see if we can put this into a mock draft contest or anything for for accuracy's sake. Yeah. See how well our our viewers do. It was all right. <laughs> Did a good job, I think. Right. You gonna do a final mock? I no. Throw I it did, on Twitter. I've already no. All right. No. No, I'm not. Maybe I will. Okay. Maybe I'll do a predictive one. Maybe we'll right, well, do one when we're in the Studio B. Could do that. So, again, tune in tonight live. We're covering the draft Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Recapping Sunday. PFF NFL podcast coming to you right after the draft tonight. So, thanks to everybody for tuning in. Don't forget, get PFF Elite. It's uh, Draft 50. It's your promo code. 50% off. Could get two years for free if a running back goes in the first round. Thanks to everybody for tuning in. Hit that thumbs up on your way out. Happy draft, everybody.